Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Greetings. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 260 of the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Sage, the page poet. That is my signature. It is another terrific Tuesday night, and we are coming to you live via the internet server talkshoe.com. And our show's ID number is 133. One nine three, and if you would like to be a part of the open forum discussion during the hour, which is the exclusive interview hour and beyond, this is the number to dial. It's area code eight six seven two nine two three zero six six eight six seven two. Nine two three zero six six. And first, I want to say I am coming to you live from the east coast, as in the northeast side of North America. And its native name, of course, is Turtle Island. And it is another cool spring, fair weather day. Yes, we did get some liquid sunshine aka rain but that's all good we need the rain for the flowers to fully bloom so we will not complain we're thanking the almighty tonight for granting us with a very successful outcome as for tonight's broadcast now let me get you better acclimated as to what tonight's Show's itinerary has in store for you. You don't want to miss tonight's special feature. And here's why the feature artist in the spotlight is Ms. Maylin Davis. And here's more information about the feature artist Ms. Maylin Davis is a promoter. I repeat, promoter. There are many successful musical artists, gospel singers, vocalists, gospel band members, musicians, and et cetera, et cetera, whom benefited from Ms. Maylin Davis promoting them. And not just in the gospel arena, as for music alone, but at large in the music and entertainment business or slash industry, as many so call it or refer to it as. 
So Ms. Maylin Davis has assisted many artists, many whom are local, native Philadelphians, whom are now global renowned artists. She is a promoter. And here's something else that's very significant about this formidable woman. In life, she has a passion for networking. I repeat that. In life, she has a passion for networking. She believes in connecting people, not building walls that separate people, but building bridges that connect communities of people. Here's another thing. She has been a fashion model and with an interest to do on clothes modeling. That means don't ask her to be a nude model for your projects. She will not comply with you if you inquire of her in such regard. She has an interest to do on clothes modeling only or as opportunities present itself. And that also includes modeling your hands, modeling your feet, because guess what people, some of you don't recognize or realize this fact. There are models that just model a certain part of their body. And you would call it, yes, body part modeling. There's some that just do feet. There's some that just do hands. But there is, there's an audience out there. There is, there is a business out there that's looking to market you. If you have what would be classified as a flawless part of your anatomy. For some, it's the neck, some it's the back, some it's the shoulders, oh yeah. So sometimes when you're looking at that billboard photo and picture and you're thinking, oh, that's actress so-and-so, and you see the back of them, and then you see the face sideways, that's not their back sometimes. They have an actual model with a perfect back structure that models the back for them, for their pictures. Yes, I did find that out. It's real talk. Please quote me on it, because I guarantee you, you'll find out I'm not jiving. I'm not lying. It's the truth. So Maylin has a presence on social media. To connect with her for correspondence purposes, simply send her an email. Maylin Davis is always looking forward to promoting her services. She renders dutifully to indie slash independent artists, many of which are locals, in need of talent promoting servicing. To contact Ms. Maylin Davis, you can reach her via email. You can send an email correspondence. And it's D-A-V-I-S-L-Y-N-D-A. 
97, as in the number 97, at gmail.com. For those that are tuned in, join me in the chat room via, yes, talkshoe.com. You would just need to access your internet service and visit or navigate to www.talkshoe.com. And once you arrive at the home page, look for the space bar at the top of the page, type in the show's ID number. It is 133-193 and then press the pound key. Peace and blessings. It looks like we have some callers. I wanna welcome area code 215, welcome. And I do see <clears throat> welcome. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Is this the co-host? Yes, it is. I said I know you. <laughs> yes, welcome. Well, of course, we're getting just getting started with preparing for the exclusive interview hour. We have the interviewee on the call, Ms. Maylin Davis, who is the feature artist tonight. And one more thing, our show's topic is overcoming homelessness, how to beat the odds. And our focus is self-empowerment. And I want to provide the call-in number one more time because we want to invite our callers. This show does cater to callers. So we want to invite our callers that would like to be a part of tonight's discussion. Again, the topic is overcoming homelessness, how to beat the odds, and our focus is self-empowerment. The number to call is 867-292-3066. I repeat, 867-292-3066. Our show's ID number is 133 Nine three. I repeat, one three three, one nine three. If you enter in the chat room, you're entering as a guest. You would simply press a one, and access. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm rolling the red carpet and turning the spotlight <laughs> on to our feature artist who is with us. And welcome to our feature artist, Ms. Maylin Davis. Welcome, Ms. Maylin. Well, welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I'm a people person. And uh, I'm glad you, you know, let everybody know I was homeless, you know. And uh, that really uh, uh, that really was a great experience for me. I've learned a lot, and I ran into a lot of other people that was homeless also, too. You know, uh, people tend to think when you're homeless – you can't rise from it, you know, uh, and people will look right. down on you and they may be positions that, uh, you know, you can, you, you know, you can be a blessing to somebody or, uh, you know, to some employer, but they, they just take homeless where he or she is homeless and they can't do what any, you know, they can't do anything. They can't learn. Mm-hmm. They can't think. And that's not true. I mean, mm-hmm. there are doctors, wow. lawyers, mm-hmm. teachers, mm-hmm. everybody that where I was, they yeah. homeless, you know, lost their job, laid mm-hmm. off, you know, some something happened, you know, but you can rise from that. 
And it really takes right. God, you know, to push you, Yahweh, to push you. You know, I mean, he doesn't, you know, if you willing to do, to better yourself, he will help you, you know, out of that situation of homeless, you know. I mean, it's just, just, it's just that easy by just asking him, you know. I achieved it's many of those things. Be, you know, yes, I achieved many of those things, um, you know, before I became homeless, you know, and uh, a gospel promoter, of course, you love that. I love it. And, uh, and keep, girl, yeah. yes, keep, keep talking about all the achievements because I want people to understand homelessness is not just something that a person is in because they lack skills or they lack intelligence or they lack prominence or they lack talent. It can happen to anybody at any time yes. in their lifetime. Yes. So touch on yes. the achievements first. We'll go there. Touch on yes. the achievements first yes. so people can get a yes. better understanding. Don't put homelessness in a box. Homelessness yes. is a real-life experience, and it can yes. happen to anyone. So touch on your yes. achievements, things that you achieved in life prior to the homelessness, mm -hmm. and then we're going to go to just the homelessness and move forward from there. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ms. Mason. Well, yes, it was a blessing because even though I was in that shelter, we formed a board to help out others around us. And uh, mm -hmm. we asked them, you know, um, anything they want us to do or straighten out or talk to anyone, and they would just come with their petitions. And we were very successful. I thank God, very successful. But in the midst of all of that there, a lot of schools were asking for us, and they wanted to know, basically young people, they wanted to know how does it feel to be homeless. And uh, one right. school in particular, their, their kids was out there on the lawn, and they had boxes, empty boxes, big empty boxes, where they said they was going to sleep in there. And they said they wanted to find out how does it feel sleeping in a box on oh. the ground. And I let them know. I said, listen, people. I said, listen, kids. You have a place to go to, so you won't really feel the effects mm. of it. We don't okay. have a place to go to, so we can't imagine. I, you know, uh, uh, I, you know, after this is over, I'm going home. But you kids can imagine. You know, when right. when you sleep in that in that box for a night, you're going home. And but we could, we mm. can imagine things like that there. But in spite of being homeless, I was very successful in the midst of the homelessness. You know, we went to a lot of places. You know, I I, I was asked to sit on the board, you know, with with the city city people of Jersey, New Jersey, and uh, that was interesting. So I was really active, you know, and uh, I went to a lot of business meeting and everything, and that's because of Yahweh or God, you know, who was on my side, and I believe mm -hmm. we trust and have faith, you know, in that. And uh, everybody has a purpose. So my purpose, I found out later on that that was God's uh, purpose for me to be homeless. He had greater and better things for me, and which is happening right now. Um, you know, well, it was. Listen, it was we need to. Um, I want to kind of cut in right now because I want us to go back sure. in time, and I want you to okay. travel back in time. I want you to go okay. into the era in your life 
where you were successful before the homelessness experience happened? What was okay. it that you achieved? And and talk about those things because I want people to see how very okay, yes. uh, essential it is to know already what you want to become or what you want to do in life and be about it because homelessness mm -hmm. was just like a, a a bump in the road so i want you to focus on mm -hmm. your achievements mm -hmm. outside of homelessness before homelessness yes. who was okay Maylin? what did maylin set as her goals after finishing school or, or high school and what was it that she started doing and started doing successfully touch on those things please okay sure well before all of that there um i you know i was like one of those uh what they call it uh when you can do two and three things at at one time you know i was that person okay. Uh, okay. I, yes i was that kind of got kind of girl i can do th two and three things at one time and i was a teacher uh in west Philly. And I had to teach, uh, I taught uh, like first and second grade, teaching them how to read. And then I became a nurse. I couldn't stay in that too long because I couldn't, you know, couldn't understand what was going on. And I worked in a nursing home for maybe about six months. And then I did, I was just free, you know, I was free. And then after that, then I started working in the bank. And that's where I spent like about, 20 years working in the bank. Mm. That was interesting, and okay. I love it, and my clients were just, you know, uh, in a, you know, celebrities that mm -hmm. I deal with. And uh, I, uh, it, and I went into modeling, and, uh, um, and that was just like what you said. It was just fashion, you know, and it, that was interesting. I loved it. And uh, they accept me, and I was supposed to come back, and that's when I had that bump in the road, you know. Hmm. But I did many things, multitasking. Nope, that's I what I did. did many things. Multitasking. And I Multi love every bit of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm a people person. So, I mean, right. I just love it. It's so, my thing. in other words, you were like a free spirit, because we hear a lot of people using that term today. And they'll say, yes. you know, so-and-so is a free spirit. Like, you know, it's not That's anything it, yes. that you really allow to box them in or tie them down. And they're always eager to learn something new. And I think that's yes. really a good good thing because I'm sure yes. it did impact how you were able to be resilient going into mm -hmm. a homelessness experience after having achieved success, having found something you were good at doing for 20 uh, years, working in a bank. Um, that says a lot. Yeah. In the bank. So mm -hmm. that's one the contrast there, because when you think of working in a bank and and for twenty years, you think of someone who is financially savvy. You know, they have financial literacy, mm -hmm. and in terms mm -hmm. of money, they're really good with money management. So, mm -hmm. can you touch on what happened, what took place that that removed you from that stable ground into a situation? We best referred to as insecure housing. Mm -hmm. Well, I uh, like I said, I worked in a bank for 20 years. And mm -hmm. uh, then while working in the bank, I decided to join their volunteer 
you know, they had a um, a program if you want to volunteer and go into other places. And that was interesting. I went worked at the Kimball Center and uh, um, down in Center City. A couple of those theaters down there I worked. And uh, that was very interesting, you know. And uh, at the Ebony Fashion Show. So mm-hmm. I, I, I did a lot of multitasking. I mean, just, I mean, I did everything. You know, like right. I'm a free spirit. I enjoyed it. I'm a people person, you know, so yeah. I really enjoyed yeah, it. My question I is, what happened? What what happened? Because you were in one place financially secure, and then you transitioned into a, 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 a insecure housing situation, as in becoming homeless. So can you kind of help us back? Well, Right. What what brought about that change? That's what the question is. What brought, what about brought that, that change? Well, they were laying off, and we did hear through the grapevine. And mm-hmm. me and a couple others, you know, got laid off. And that what did it, you know. Um, thank God for strength, you know. But like I say, you know, uh, uh, now wait, God, we, yeah. I want to kind of walk people through the experience, because some people don't realize yes. how close they are. So let's let's take our time. Let's take our time Mm -hmm. and walk through testifying what happened. Mm -hmm. Now you you started off. There was a layoff that happened. Yes, it was a layoff. Now, um, how much time did you have to prepare for your um, notice or notification of a layoff? How much time did it come just suddenly? Or how much it, came, it, it came suddenly. I mean, the banks are, how can I say, it's not like the job where if, they, if they're going to lay you off today, they'll call you in the office and tell you this or that. No, in the bank system, it doesn't work like that. You know, mm. they come and they tell, they tell you, you know, um, we would like to speak with you. And then they speak okay. with you. And I guess because of the, uh, the computer, you know, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know is so, you know, security purpose. So that's why come they don't they just come and get you and walk you out, and you keep going. And they will bring your coat, your 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 yeah, whatever you have, personal things and all to you. But it just doesn't happen like most jobs. You know, they call you in the office. Right. No, it doesn't happen. No, it didn't happen. Like and that. thanks for shedding light on that for everyone, because mm-hmm. I'm sure not everybody knew that. So that's, no, that's a good thing to inform people that know mm-hmm. in the banking business, when you're laid off, it's more something that happens. You come to work like a regular day, like any other yes, day, and then you're called yes. into the office and then you're chose. So it's not like you had two weeks notice where that would have given no. you time to start yes. applying for other jobs. Now, 20 years, did you have any um, sort of like a a 401k? Was there any kind of... um, I had that. Okay. Yes. I had a a couple golden pennies saved up, you know, but half of it, I had to use it it for my my rent, you know. Okay. um, Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I had quite a few saved up. Uh, I had mm-hmm. to file for bankruptcy also, too. Mm-hmm. It was really, uh, you know, when you're in that situation, 
you just don't, you're not yourself, you know. Right, and it's, right. It's, and I, and I, was, I was like in my 50s, late 50s, you know, and okay. uh, you know how that can become. Yeah, and that was right. me. And I'm glad you shared mm-hmm. about your age because uh, ageism, that's what it's called, ageism. A lot of times when you're over even 40, um, mm-hmm. let alone when you're 50, ageism mm-hmm. is a factor in the workplace. They will look yeah. past or over you and look towards mm-hmm. that person that's 18, that person that's 18. 19. Because they're thinking about how yeah. much time we can get in investing and yeah. in having this person where they can be with mm-hmm. our company for years to come. So ageism is a reality. I want people to, to note that it does exist. It is a lot more difficult when you are out seeking employment and you're past the age of 40, or if you're uh, 50 years of age, because it's very competitive with the young today, the youth today, and they're looking more so for someone young that they can have a lot of time in um, as for hiring them with their company, you know? So that's, mm-hmm. that's just, it's reality. Because they know after 40, after 50, that's when people start suffering with certain ailments and conditions mm-hmm. that impair your overall work mm-hmm. performance. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether it's physical or mental, you know, and even emotional, because there's more, life is more taxing on you as you are older and more mature, you know, especially when you add into uh, the mix children, spouse, um, if you're a caretaker, you have an elderly loved one that you're a primary uh, nurturer caretaker for, as well as a child you know, then Mm -hmm. it's a lot more of a demand on you. So sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll say, oh, well, this young person, they're not married. They don't have any children. They don't have anybody to be concerned over but themselves. I think we might do better with hiring them. So we have to Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. If you know you have put in 20 years in a job, it's okay. Make that move. Meet with your management Mm -hmm. team. Find out. I just want and just let them know. I know I haven't gotten any notices about layoffs or things like that, but I'm just checking on my status here. You know, am I is my job secure? It's okay to make that move and to ask those kinds of questions, hard questions, because a lot of times we don't ask those questions, and then when it happens, it's kaboom. You know, it's like an earthquake. Mm-hmm. It's a shock. And there's always an aftershock after an earthquake. So we want to make sure in life that we kind of brace ourselves for the better and for the worse. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't do that. And so when it, the worst happens, we're not as equipped or prepared. But we're going to get back to Maylin, her story. This is her story. She's in the spotlight tonight. We're going to start taking callers in a few more minutes, but she's now moving into sharing with us. This is after the layoff, after her nest egg, all the investments had to be spent. She had to afford rent, which was costly. So in other words, she was out there on her own. There was no one footing the bill for her. She didn't have anybody sponsoring her meals, sponsoring her lodging. She was pretty much out there hustling. And we're going to hear her now share from her soul and her heart with us 
how does she have to make it from day to day? What things she had to resort to? What things she had to experience? Because we want people to have a good understanding of how this experience called homelessness, insecure housing, became an experience of hers and how she was able to overcome it. So Maylin, the mic is back in your hand and you can continue telling us your story from your perspective. Well, I had a friend, a neighbor, and she really was a neighbor and a friend. And she, what she did, she would come over and said, you okay? And she would buy me bags of food. And uh, I didn't have to worry about food. She was just, she was a beautiful person. And she would check on me. And she says, well, Linda, you know, I went to the store and this is what I bought. And I'm like, you what? She would buy, yeah. oh, a couple bags. Then I had another girlfriend of mine. Uh, she surprised me one uh, Sunday. I know she had some bags, but I didn't give it a thought. And she and a couple of the ladies of the church came mm-hmm. to my house. And, I mean, it was like about five bags she bought. So I thank yeah. God for them because they really helped me out. They were true yeah. women of God. It was just a blessing. So that eased me. And then not only that, they have given me money and they helped me out, you know, as far as things that I couldn't, you know, couldn't buy, you know, personal things and stuff like that. So they really helped me. It really was. I didn't have it as hard as some people have. And I thank God for that, you know, because I had friends that helped me out, you know. But uh, like I said, I had filed for bankruptcy you know, because my little finances wore out. That was a scary part. I had no idea what's that about, what I, you know, what I, what, what I had to do, everything. But my girlfriend who had a husband, that helped me. So God sent a lot of people my way. Because, like, when you up, you know, in your late 50s, you don't know too much about mm-hmm. it. You worked all your life, and you don't know about the system and never been laid off, or you don't know right. anything. And, you know, you tend to panic a little and paranoid and, you know, don't know where is this going and why is this happening. And you just, you know, it's it's just not a, a you know, not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I really went through for a while, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after that, you know, I managed to get some help, you know, from the city and um, it started like that there. Then they had put me in a, a a hotel, you know, for a while until they find a place for me, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, that's where the homeless part came in at. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say to you, mm-hmm. thank you, because what we're doing is we're, we're giving step-by-step. People need a step-by-step. What led to what? What happened next? And then where did you go from there? So I want to thank you for taking your time, number one, and being discreet with us. And yes, being intimate, opening your life as a book before us. Because a lot of times we think we know a person or we know some things about a person, but we don't really know a person until we are able to have a one on one conversation with them. So I want to thank you for giving us that 
opportunity. We do have some callers. I don't want to take up mm -hmm. uh, too much time, but I do want you to share with us. Um, okay, now you are sharing how people intervene. A support mm -hmm. system is vital. And I want to say that to everyone because a lot of times people think, oh, when you're out there on your own, you know, that's when you find out how strong you are. No, not that alone. That's when you find out who your friends truly Correct. are. And you so beautifully expressed that and explained it in fine line detailing and how you shared how each person in, in some way or another, they provided you with things that you stood in need of. So it's like Thank they you. were angels. They were ministering spirits sent from yeah. heaven. The Almighty assigned these people to you yeah. to be a yes, help during your time of need. Now, share yes, with us, okay, the shelter experience. Because I think a lot of people don't really know why or, or what regarding that. Because they haven't experienced it. They've heard some things from some people that may have. But if you can kind of shed light on how that came about and, and, and what things you experienced in there or saw in there, and that will also help us better understand. Thank well, you. Well, one of my one of my girlfriends, she um she said that she would help me. She was my close friend. I knew her uh since back in the eighties and um she um she took some of some of the things that I have you know, I paid as much as I can, and I didn't have any. I exhausted everything I had, and I called her, and I knew you heard of her. She has a book out, Esther Peak, Esther mm -hmm. and she was my best close friend, and she came over from way, way from West Philly over to Jersey, and I said, well, listen, I said, could you help me? Could you put some of my things in her house, in your house? She said, sure, I can, and, and that she did. Faithfully, mm -hmm. she did, and she helped mm -hmm. me out. And I mean, uh, I mean, a friend. She was a close friend because I'm gonna tell you exactly what she did. I didn't have any money in the bank at all. She had some. She and we mm -hmm. both had the same bank account. And she said, "Okay, Linda, call the bank. I'm gonna call my bank, and then I'm gonna send some money over to your bank." She did that, mm. and I was just ah. amazed. I mean, she stood by me and helped me out and everything you know mm -hmm. and i mean uh and the and and the friends that gave me that had that five bags of a you know from oh from a to z was magnificent and the reason why i said they were magnificent is because they I, what shocked me they bought brand stuff and i couldn't yeah. figure it out i mean you know why I, they bought tide instead of something you know, um, secondhand or anything. Everything was just, mm -hmm. just brand. And I was really amazed and I was shocked. And everything I thought of, they bought it. They didn't know anything about it. So they surprised me with it. So God did send a lot of my friends. And they were really friends. And they right. helped me out so much. I mean, mm. so much. But I had to go to the shelter because they had put me out. And mm -hmm. uh, I stayed all day. You know, um, 
at the office there, at the city office, and waited all day. It was a trauma mm. thing. And like I said, when you up in age, everything seemed like a trauma. And because mm. I didn't have any relatives here over in Jersey, so I was kind of paranoid, and it was really uh, something that I, I never experienced, and I hope no one else ever experienced anything I... like that. And when they decided they had a place for me, uh, that was a trauma too. And I learned everything I could think of. I mean, it gotten so bad until I'm like, uh, you know, I was on drugs for two days because I actually mm-hmm. suicide. I just wanted to die, go to sleep mm-hmm. and never wake up, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, God had a purpose, you know, and uh, that was experience in itself. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I it was just paranoid. You know, uh, like I said, we form a board there, and it's certified, right. and everything. You know, and uh, it was just uh, interesting. And you know, yeah. like I said, a, a lot now, of as for the sh- for us. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. as for the shelter, because a lot of you don't understand what kind of predicament that really is, unless they've mm-hmm. actually been in that situation, they don't know what it is mm-hmm. um okay. as for being free as for being able to just come and go as you please mm-hmm. like one can if they have their um if they have a living quarter such as an apartment or a house was that your situation in the shelter did you have a curfew were there restrictions as for how many visitors you could have did you have a set time where you had to um, cleaning was one time, eating was one time. Like, how free was Correct. it, or was it like being imprisoned or in bondage somewhat? Share, share about. That. I was, I would say yes. We we had to be in uh, like about eight o'clock, and uh, they, you know, they call our name off and everything, and get blankets if we need blankets. You know, I had the. I had a suitcase. Everybody had a suitcase or whatever to have their stuff packed in and all. But 8 o'clock, there would be some stragglers. But some would get in and some, you know, weren't able to get in. But, yeah, they had a time. They had a time. 8 o'clock, and then in the morning, then they let us out like about 7.30, which and we had a day center next to us. And we had to wait for the day center to open up, and they would feed us and we would sit around and talk and, you know, leave and come back. And we had up until 3 o'clock, you know. So it was kind of, a, a you know, half and half, you know, yes and no, um, mm-hmm. lockdown and no lockdown. You know, we had chores, chores and uh, they do have showers. You had to shower. Mm-hmm. They have clothes there for you, shoes and all, things of that nature, yes. And when it's over, you know, when they when the day shelter close at three thirty, then we go out in the street and we wander out in the street, mm-hmm. sleep out in the street, sleep on benches, mm. you know, and empty houses and all of that. Yeah. Now you just no shed light on else. something. I'm sure a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't know that. Okay, there's a day shelter, so during certain hours you're in, and then certain other hours you're you're out in the street again. And then, yes. so there's a night shelter, too, where you're just in during the night. Yeah, we, hours. correct. We were, mm-hmm. uh, the night shelter, you go in there, 8 o'clock they open up, and you stay there till 7.30. Then we go next door to the day shelter from 7.30 on up until 3.30. I, I don't know whether all shelters are like that, but I know right. the ones that I've been to. 
Uh, that was one, and then I had a, and I went to another one. You know, it was an upgrade, and that was beautiful. That reminded me of a, of a hotel or house. Mm. But that's that's how all of them are not like that. Some of them are, right. you know, you know the shelter I I went for the all women, and I had to go there, uh, is because of uh, my sickness, and uh, mm-hmm. but that would we leave twelve o'clock on that on the women's shelter. And then uh, come back, you know, about one one o'clock after lunch, and then we were staying oh. all day. Mm-hmm. Mm. So shelters oh. are different, you know. They're different, who, who and I'm sure not everybody yes. realized how different shelters vary as for their yes. format and and what you know the rules are and how they're structured from one to the next. So yes. thanks for shedding light on that. We have some callers, yes. so I want to uh, mm-hmm. open open the uh, call queue and we have a caller on the call before I go to the co-host I'm going to take we have a caller from area code 340 and then we have a mm-hmm. caller from area code 409 so welcome caller mm-hmm. from area code 340 welcome hey greetings greetings one and all yeah hello yeah yeah enticing, enticing story yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for you sharing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I feel I feel you, you know, I feel you, everything, man. I, I feel how you must have felt. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for that feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this caller, yes. um, this is Skysky Rio. He's calling from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, Skysky, mm-hmm. do you have any questions for our special guests and our feature artists? Ms. Maylin, just based on uh, some of what you've heard uh, since you've been mm-hmm. on the call, if you have a question or maybe you've given us already some remarks and we thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she found yeah. those remarks encouraging. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, wanted yes. to, I just wanted to know if, they, if you got treated with dignity. In, a, um, uh, in, in the shelter? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it was like uh, they had to get to know you. Everybody had its issues. When they got to know me, then they treated me, you know, with dignity and respect. And mm-hmm. that's natural, you know. Like jail. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after what they did, thank you. That's not cool at all. I mean, you know, I mean, the system's set up because mm-hmm. and the way the system is set up, it's, it's, it should be, you know, the opposite kind of mm-hmm. more welcoming and in a in place mm-hmm. of, of information and, mm-hmm. and safety. Well, well, you have to but really think that pe- people had issues and they had all kinds of issues. And, uh, mm. you know, clashing here and there. But, you know, you, uh, I kind of grew on them. But uh, you have to learn that, you know, you're there and every and anybody there. And they did have every and anybody there, you know. So it's up mm. to you to present yourself, you know, as a concerned person, even though you try to be concerned. I help a lot of them. A lot of them were sick and, uh, mm. you know, physically and mentally. So I just didn't come there to say, hey, I'm here, and you better leave me alone, or I got this and that. No, I didn't come with that kind of attitude. 
you know. Mm. So I came I came to help them out. Um because they were actually crying out for help already. And I came to help them out. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any hope. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, in, in the span of a 24-hour day, how much of that yeah. time did you have actual privacy? Mm. Uh, I didn't. There's no privacy there. Uh, no. Oh. Um, no, 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 mm. no, no, it's not. Did you have any men and women? As, as someone who endured this experience, did you ever have any? I mean, the fact that any you know, privacy? No. Yeah. They were men. They were this shelter. I was in. They had men and women in the room together, so there was no mm. privacy wow. at all. No. Well, no, unless you go, when you, had, you know. When you had the mm-hmm. time on your own, did did ever is there being homeless is that a factor? The fact that you don't really have privacy and you don't really have a place that you mm-hmm. can kind of unwind, kind of thing. Well, I think that's why come a lot of them were, you know, were really going through because there's no privacy, and uh, and that really when you don't have any privacy, that does bother you. That does get on your nerve also mm-hmm. too, you know, mm-hmm. because you really can't. You know what I mean? You but, just can't but, stand aside and, you know, and that's what got on everybody's nerves. That's what come we had to form the board because of things like that that's happening. But no, right. no privacy. Uh-uh, no. Mm-hmm. When you had the time, There's, when you had the free time from 3, three till, till what, 8 o'clock on the street. That's the... Even then, yes, even then the, you didn't have any privacy. Oh, no, honey. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, the things that went out in the street were, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's, you know, actually, it takes a toll on you mentally because I've uh, been in cars and I, I look at the streets I used to walk and I would, like, literally almost cry. I couldn't believe that I was really homeless, dragging a big suitcase back and forth up and down the streets. It it still bothers me, you know. It really does. It takes a toll on your mental. And when I see other homeless friends and people, I'm like, I just can't believe that I was in that position. So it does. It's a mental thing also too, but it wears it wears off. When I came to this place, believe it or not, what had happened is that you know I I just thought thought I was in captivity. I couldn't believe this place was mine. You know, I went to the store, and many times I come out, and I said, am I really coming to a place that's mine? I had a hard time. You know, I had almost a year of thinking yeah. okay. about kind of that adjusting transition. Yes. Yes. It was It was something. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't wish that on anyone. It was mm-hmm. just that. Yeah. I don't wish that yeah. on anybody. That really sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I lost everything. Right. I lost everything. I kept everything in the house because I didn't have money to to have a big, uh, you know, storage. But right. I kept, uh, you know, I left everything. And it's mm-hmm. a mind blower, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I want to thank you. Yeah, I want to thank you because you have disclosed much tonight. I'm sure a lot yeah. of people know someone that has yeah. been in a homeless experience situation but 
you've really shed light on some truths and facts about um, living in a shelter even that I'm sure a lot of us had no knowledge of prior to hearing you tell your story tonight. Mm -hmm. So thank you. We do have another yeah. caller. I don't want to cut anybody short. And this caller is calling from the West Coast, area code 409. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Hello. And good evening. Hello. Good evening. I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation. I'm grad, getting a lot of knowledge about how the particulars on living in the mm -hmm. and being home. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I well, honestly. To be honest with you, I have not disclosed what really went on. I wouldn't dare do that, but right. I, you know, I'm in the midst of writing the book, and I will put that in the book. Right. That is no place to to be. When I say everybody's mm. there and anybody there, I mean exactly that. So actually, oh, women dear. and men, we have to fight. We had to get mm -hmm. there a certain way, you know. So okay, okay. between the lines. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I apologize, Erico 409, can you uh, tell us a little more about who you are and where you're calling from? Okay, my oh. name's Carl, and I'm calling from Philadelphia, PA. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I used to live in Texas, but I kept the phone mm -hmm. number. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This week, yeah, well, we're glad to have you back on another week. And mm -hmm. I tell you, uh, Ms. Maylin's story is quite an original. It's classic even because, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times we put homelessness in a box like there's just mm -hmm. one face. But no, that's not mm -hmm. the case. Every person's mm -hmm. experience is unique, one from the next. Mm -hmm. So we want to just let her know she's really helped us out, some of us that never um, experienced it to the degree that she has. And she has come out, and I'm going to be honest, smelling like a rose. Some of us would not even know if you were to sit <laughs> next to her and talk to her where she has been in terms of her homelessness or insecure housing experience. So that goes to show mm -hmm. you, you cannot judge. You can't judge True. a book by its cover. You can't look at a person and say, True. oh, that person is a I know that person you know, is a homeless person. Oh, true. She does not look like a homeless person, but she has lived and experienced a homelessness situation. And tonight mm -hmm. we're discussing how to overcome it. Our focus is self-empowerment. Mm -hmm. And she's going to touch on a little more of the self-empowerment uh, aspect. But I'm going to ask for the co-host, Warriors Queens of Port Thelma, that she may have comments or a question or remarks that she'd like to give them and then Ms. May Lynn, the mic will be returned into your hands. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you, um, Sage the Page Poet Friend and uh, Ms. Warriors Queen of Forest mm -hmm. Norman. You're welcome. And Ms. May Lane, uh, yeah, you are and uh, Ms. May Lane, regarding, you know, with the shelter, um, mm -hmm. how many like, were you just, were you in more than one shelter, or did you stay in just the same one? Well, believe it or not, I was in that shelter. I got sick, and I had to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I spent almost a month in the hospital. And then I had to go to rehabilitation, um, the center, mm -hmm. because of my lungs. Uh, and that's a mm -hmm. second story. Uh, but anyway, when I had called back, 
to my old shelter and the nurse did, uh, they asked, well, you know, she's being discharged. Uh, can she go, go back? Well, the lady there, they had an all new system there and all directors mm. and everything. So she said, well, listen, uh, when she told her, told her my condition, she said, well, we don't want her here because we don't want her to catch anything and, uh, we don't want to catch anything. So they had to send mm-hmm. me to the second shelter, which, and that was better than the first one. And I enjoy that. I mean, it was brand new. It was mm-hmm. for women and, uh, it was mm-hmm. just beautiful. Something entirely, mm-hmm. you know, new and I enjoyed it. It was all women. And I did get a rest from that, from the, you know, the first shelter. But it was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I love that shelter. I really do. And the people there that help us, I learned a lot and all. Yeah. Uh, I, that was mm-hmm. my second shelter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yes. Oh, wow. You, and, know, you made from one, you, you, I want to say is that you moved from, you know, one bad condition shelter to a one that was, you know, that was for you, that would help you. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. Yes, they yeah. did. Yes. They were the ones mm-hmm. that helped and, us. You, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was listening um, to what you were saying about having everybody, anybody there, you know, with shelters and all the way it drew, you know, the people that drew homeless people who came as they are. And mm-hmm. so with the trouble happening, I figured, well, everybody was the same, but they didn't, you know, everybody was the same and having trouble, you know, being homeless. But then mm-hmm. there was, you know, that trouble was, you know, itself. But, I mean, you know, you talked about with the fights, you know, et cetera, and everybody, you know, and then you had to, like, guard your things as well because you had somebody yes. going to see what you had, you know, was better, you know, better than theirs, and then they want to take it. Uh, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I had my things even though you're in the same twice. situation. Mm-hmm. I had yeah, things stolen though, twice. I, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I had, since you're talking about things, I had things stolen mm-hmm. from me twice. I have seen, oh my goodness, a lot of uh, violence there. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I've seen it all and mm-hmm. heard it all. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I, um, and this is Sage. I just kind of wanted to um, chime in for a second there. Uh, I really um, noted there was a statement made, and this is by Ms. Maylin, uh, who I am referring to at this time. She said, you had any and everything or everyone there. I think a lot of times right. people don't think of a shelter as a microcosm of what the world mm-hmm. is like, but mm-hmm. um, I've heard people mostly refer to universities and colleges like that, you know, saying that it's a mm-hmm. microcosm of the world, per se, but mm-hmm. no, a shelter can be, and it can be one, mm-hmm. um, as she said, one one that was more like a, a, a resort, and then there was the mm-hmm. other one that was just like, you know, the worst um, mm-hmm. condition that anyone could be subject to living in. So. She saw the best and the worst side of Mm -hmm. having to live in a shelter. And I'm so encouraged hearing that you're going to write a book. And the book of everything. Because I think a lot of times people don't want to be as candid as, Mm -hmm. of course, you are when you write a book. But sometimes the stories that need to be told, they Mm -hmm. must 
being closed in the book. Mm -hmm. And I want to commend you on thinking that much about your life and even others and how you can help somebody by telling mm -hmm. them the, the plain truth and, and letting them and letting them know you don't have to stay in that consequence. You know, that doesn't have to be the end for you. Mm -hmm. um, it can be a, mm -hmm. a, a beginning of a new, you know, of, of life mm -hmm. anew. You know, your change. You know, this mm -hmm. can be that stepping stone. You allowed the situation and the circumstance to be the stepping stone to mm -hmm. your further advancement and overall progress in life. Because there's a lot mm -hmm. that you um, are now currently doing. And as you mentioned, I'll just um, uh, restate it as well so our listening audience can hear it. You are a part mm -hmm. of a board. You are a member on a board where there's some very prominent people. If you can, and mm -hmm. if you can kind of share about who some of these prominent people are, I'm sure some people, mm -hmm. maybe their mouth is going to drop all the way to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I know like, they wow, would. Yes, they would. Enough. But yes, they Yes, they had uh, city officials there. I'm not going to call any name. But mm -hmm. the reason why I had to come uh, once a month because they we were looking for storage in we wanted somewhere to put our baggage, our clothes and all. And because we were on the board and uh, we had to um, go to city officials about that, uh, you know, we want storage and we want to put our things there. And uh, they had a problem with us because uh, some of the homeless people were going over to the ground over there and sleeping over there, you know, and mm -hmm. that was an issue to the city officials, you know, because that was uh, a ground they own, but the homeless right. people, if they couldn't get in the, the shelter, they had to sleep somewhere. And mm -hmm. that's how it started. Yeah, they had now, uh, city officials. Yeah, I'm going to stop yeah. you for a moment. Now, that's mm -hmm. getting into more of a political, um, yes, you know, where politics and in, in, in intercede or intervene in terms of mm -hmm. uh, that circumstance or situation. So we won't go into that too in depth on the call tonight because we know your book yes. is going to have a lot more in-depth detail yes. about that. But if you can yes. touch on, because there were a lot of celebrities. There were some prominent people on the board. And I believe even one was a well-known a musician that uh, started some sort of housing in Philadelphia, but another was an actor or something yeah. like that. But you were able to rub elbows with some very prominent people um, that mm -hmm. are well known in society and how you never would have thought that could happen, but how a bad situation turned a, a circumstance for you into mm -hmm. one that most people don't even have a chance to experience mm -hmm. in life. So touch on yeah. some of those prominent figures and how that impacted your life and you realize, wow, this situation I'm in happened for a reason. And 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 I'm glad you said that. Yes, it did happen for a reason because those people there at the shelter had no hope. And they were literally crying. When I came, they were literally crying. And I told them things would get better and they would like, no, it's not gonna get better. It's not going to get better. It's been like this here for years. But I'm happy to say today, much, much, much mm -hmm. better. 
Now, Beautiful. talk about, yeah, talk about some of the prominent people you met. They weren't homeless. These are people that, no. you know, they're fluent, they're well-to-do, they're financially yes. secure. Talk about those people and, yes. and whom they uh, might be. If you don't want to say their name, you can just say, I'm not. You know, what they're, <laughs> yeah, you can just say well, what they're and how yeah, they were able of, to mm -hmm. be a part of a board with these people and what that did to change you as for your perspective. Yeah, there's a singer, well-known. Uh, we went to a ball to honor the, uh, the honor the uh, one of the leaders that's over the shelter, and uh, he had put some money in there, and he was one of them also too that helped uh, the shelter helping them out. Uh, there was uh, a, a city official. Uh, uh, there was a prominent. Big time policemen was there. A couple of the churches was there. Oh boy, I was just amazed of uh, the people that was on the board. And I mean, they listened to us, and they, you know, uh. I mean, it was just interesting because, like I said, even though I was homeless, uh, God saw that it would become interesting, you know, um, with the um, uh, the uh, father. <laughs> the father uh, of one of the schools, and uh, we had to go to meetings and to different schools because uh, the kids were interested, and they even came to the, to the shelter because they wanted to know. They were very interested in how does it feel. I mean, what do you do, and is it that bad? And, I mean, they just really wanted to know. And like I said, they uh, had one night where they slept sleep out on the ground, on the you know, in the boxes. But anyway, uh -huh. they had, like I said, it, it was now touching on the um. I kind of want, yeah, I kind of want people to realize yes. something that sometimes mm -hmm. in life we may hit a low, you know, other mm -hmm. otherwise mm -hmm. that's known as or called a rock bottom circumstance. Mm -hmm. We can mm -hmm. find ourselves um, in a state of affairs where we're at an all-time low, and we don't see ourselves coming up. You know, like that That's song by truth. Diana yes. Ross, I'm coming up. Coming so up, yes. <laughs> you right. You don't see yourself coming up. You don't see yourself coming exactly. up. But, exactly. But you were able to be in that kind of a situation and to see yourself coming up and coming out. Mm -hmm. And to even mm -hmm. be with people. Now, I want you to focus on this side for now. Mm -hmm. To be with people mm -hmm. where you would think, I don't belong here. These are mm -hmm. people that they, they're of a certain class. They have mm -hmm. a certain status. Mm -hmm. uh, people regard them to be a person of a certain caliber. That's not where I'm at mm -hmm. right now. So touch on the transitioning. As for your mind of coming out of a mentality of I'm down and out, and then mm -hmm. transitioning to that mentality of, oh, but I'm coming out. And mm -hmm. I have a story to tell. I have a book to write. I'm working yes. on a board with people that are of affluence, people that mm -hmm. are prominent figures in society. Mm -hmm. So touch mm -hmm. on that, because I want people to realize something. We don't stay down. 
we come up, we come out. Yeah. So touch yeah. on that aspect of okay. your story, overcoming, the overcoming or becoming, you know, not staying in one state or condition. Mm -hmm. If you go in there with a good attitude um, and you go in there believing that it's a purpose and that you're coming out, I'm a people person, so I, you know, I I be with anybody and talk with anybody. That's me. So if you go in there with a positive attitude and and say to yourself, "Hey, I'm coming out. I know this for a purpose and a reason why this is happening," you can overcome. You really can overcome. And if you're a people person, um, you know, I talk with everyone, and that's how I got over. I took the, you know, I made myself available talking to, you know, those and higher ups and ask questions and what is going mm -hmm. on. And I mean, you know what? And I, and I, I didn't stay in one place in a sense. I walk around the whole shelter looking, mm. how are you doing? And what's new? And who are you? And what do you do? That's what brought me up. Mm. That's what, I and, love and God, God gave me the really? strength to do so. You know, he was leading and guiding me and telling me just what to do, how to do, when to do it. You yeah. know, and that's how I got the Now, we have, I, I see someone on. has their hand raised. Skysky, is there something yes. you would like to say? Yeah, I was wondering if um, initially, I know you, you must have been scared. I mean, you're, you're a people person, but somebody who comes in there and, you know, that that's like a whole new ball game. It's pretty scary, mm -hmm. huh? Well, like I said, when I first came there, you know, it was scary. It was just me, myself, and I was scary. But like I said, I started to, like, uh, get used to it by talking to people, you know, and listening to their problems and things going on. You know, people, like, if you come in there with a positive energy, then they're going to yeah. cling on to you. If you come in there with a, well, with a negative energy, who wants to bother with that? They trying to get out, and they don't want any negative energy in there, you know. So I I, I came with positive energy, you know, and right. I came in believing and having faith in God that He will help me out, and they and that's how I got, you know, that positive attitude, you know. I'm a oh. people person, and I you know I got to know everybody in there, friends with everybody. I can tell you some stories that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we look forward to your book because we know you can tell us yes. some stories that would yes. blow our minds. <laughs> so oh, yes, I that. can. Yeah, we're going to leave that <laughs> to that book. Uh, <laughs> yes. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to get that book. Before I want to add, you know, say something that's about blowing up. Blowing your mind, you want you want to blow out your mind, and you want to make sure you can put it back in your head. Well, I tell you, you can't forget it. <laughs> you can't forget it. No, it's like a nightmare. You can't forget it. Wisdom, no wisdom, no wisdom. You can't forget it. It's just like you. You know, just like going to the service and, you know, going right, to the army right. and shooting people. Mm -hmm. You can't forget. Mm -hmm. No, you can't forget it. You mm -hmm. cannot forget that. Wow. Thanks for sharing that, no. too. That was well, thanks like, for having me. Some things we can't shake off that we experience in our life. Some things, they are carried with us. 
for the remainder yeah. of our lives. And thanks for even shedding light on that. But yeah, when you have that kind of an experience, uh, it marks you. Yeah. It marks you. It yeah. marks you yes, for a lifetime. And you're never yeah, the same, right? You're never yeah. the same. It's a slow process. And, yeah, and we're glad, there. though, we're glad that you're not the same because you wouldn't be able to talk about it and testify oh. about it as an overcomer yes. if you didn't experience glad for the mm -hmm. marks that you bear mm -hmm. and how you allowed the yes. negative to become a positive. And that's all about yes. becoming yep. greater or yeah. better than what you were. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Does anyone else have well, any questions? Because I don't want to uh, you know, neglect giving anyone the opportunity to ask her a question or if you have any comments for her about statements that was made or maybe just some general remarks uh, based on the information disclosed and what maybe you learned and gathered from the forum and open discussion tonight. So I'm going to ask, mm -hmm. area code 409. And that yes, would be uh, Mr. Carbon. Yes. Did you have a question, yeah, comment, or remark? You know, I, I think what she's done is remarkable, explaining how that lifestyle was for her and what those mm -hmm. that process. Not being in a situation like that, we all look at it from a, of a position from the outside in, and having her give me that experience from the inside out really gives me an, an opportunity to witness what she's gone through, or some of it, you know what I mean? I can't actually mm -hmm. feel that, but I did get me as close as I, as I can be without actually going through it myself. And, and it really opens up my eyes to that plight of those people who are in that situation, I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it does. And, I've been uh, sick. Yes, go ahead. Oh, oh, what I wanted to, I have been sick also too. Uh, my lungs and also uh, my skin, my hair. Oh, like I said, I've been through the whole nine yards, you know, and. Uh, now, would you, would you attribute, right, would you attribute some of that sickness or illness from living in a shelter? Was it something you would say yes. contract? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Because you had people there that didn't take a shower or bath and they just live mm -hmm. uh, out in the streets and also whatever they have, you can. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was just a target. Twice I was a target, you know. So, yes. Now, touch on, because um, now we're going to touch on the uh, self-empowerment and the overcoming of homelessness. Touch on where you are now and, and focusing oh, It's uh, where I am now is beautiful. I'm in, the, uh, you know, right now, um, I was on radio uh, and um, getting going back on radio also again. Well, just talk and, about uh, like the housing. Yeah, your housing. Oh, it's like the housing. Right. Oh, okay. My I don't want you to go into any. Thing that's not yet okay. finalized legally. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. This is uh, when I, and that's true. This is on my own. I decided to go back on radio. I used to be on radio also, too, you know, so I decided on my own to go back into radio. And uh, mm -hmm. 
also, you know, um, uh, going back into writing my songs. You know, I'm a songwriter, and I write also songs. So I'm just returning back to where I, you know, what I have, you know, and that's on my own. That's something I did on my own. Uh, where I live now is a beautiful place. Everything's included, you know, and uh, it's comfortable. And uh, it's one of those, uh, uh, well, almost Section 8 housing. They go by your income. Everything's included. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I the love affordable it. Affordable living, they I, call it. Affordable living. Yes. Portable mm-hmm. living, as you call it. Yeah. Portable living. I don't know too much about No, affordable. Affordable living. Affordable, right. affordable living. Yes, okay. Yeah, reason why I don't know too much about it because I lived in Glassboro for 10 years, so I came here, you know. But anyway, I'm originally from Philly, so I had my own place there. So, I, yes, it is affordable, and that's what they call it, affordable. So that's what I'm living at now, affordable living. Yeah, yes. affordable living, because mm-hmm. it's based on yes. your income. Right. Yes. It, so you have yes. to meet certain eligibility mm-hmm. requirements too. It's not just any and everybody yes. is accepted. You have to meet certain requirements. Yes. Yeah. And it's all new to me. You know, this is all new. Uh, the affordable housing, you have to meet requirements and all that. This is all new. So I don't know too much about it, but I'm learning. But yes, mm-hmm. this is where I am. Everything is included. I, the lady had told me, the uh, manager, she said, well, said all, all you have to do, she said, wait till you see it. She said, all you have to do is just bring your clothes. Well, you know, that's pretty hard to think of. That's mm-hmm. all I have to bring is my clothes. So when so I how many here, rooms? Uh, like how many rooms is your place? Uh, well, I have a, they call it an efficiency. It's oh, the okay. one room, but one side is the mm. kitchen, and the other is the, is the, is the sleeping quarters. And uh, right. yeah, they call it efficiency. Yeah. Okay. And I have. And mm-hmm. is this something um, that's, is there like a, a, is it like several of them all to connected or is this like a single efficiency and you have space between you it's, and others? Or is it well, like. No, you, all have, you, have your, you have your own. Mm-hmm. You have your own. Okay. Everybody has their own efficiency. Right, so it's like in a in a yeah. building, and it's in a bu- yeah, a building. Yeah, okay. And gotcha. we have three floors, mm-hmm. and everyone has their has their own efficiency, you know. Um, and they have another part, you know. Now, tell um, us about some of the neighbors you have. Are they all, um, like within the same age? They're different ages. Different ages, okay. Different. Different ages, you know, all different ages. No is children. it diversified, like a, a multi-ethnic, um, you know? Uh, I guess it can be. I have not seen it because where, mm-hmm. I, am, where I am, I don't think anybody want to come down here, but I love it. I hear the trains, see the planes, the boats go past, and the 4th of July firecrackers, and oh. and then Oh, okay. The, so uh, it I sounds talking- like, wait a minute. It sounds like you're near what would be like a um, pier or a harbor. Is that- yeah, with the water and everything, yeah. And when the concert mm-hmm. goes on, I don't have to go to the concert. I just sit right, the right. And That's an attraction center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can yes. row seats and just go right outside and 
Get your lawn oh, chair. I, I don't have to go outside. I can sit right here. Oh, okay, right that. inside and hear it. And look out your window. <laughs> yes. Right? That's it. Correct. How <laughs> nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. But look at look at what you had to go through to get to where you are. You know, a lot of times yes. people quit midstream because it's so hard or Excuse it looks me. so yes. bad and dark and it seems so dismal or it just doesn't appear like you're going to get out of the circumstance you're yes. in. But you stuck That's to correct. it. You had that stuck to it. Yes. And self-empowerment does require stuck to itness where you say, I'm not giving up. I'm just not going to yes. quit. I'm, I'm going to fight. I'm going to win. Right. I'm not going to yes. lose this. And you overcame yes. that struggle of homelessness and insecure housing. And now you're in yes. that place, a comfortable mm-hmm. place, where mm-hmm. you're, you're content for anything. Mm-hmm. It's affordable living and a convenient mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. And you're where there's a lot of attractions going on nonstop, where a lot of people have to pay Ooh, to wow. come there. You're right there. Correct. That's where you live. Oh, I that. love it. I mean, you can't get any better or sweeter than that. And that's because you were willing to endure. Endurance matters. Endurance matters. A lot of times we give up because it's so bad or the pain is so intense. Sometimes, like they say, when a woman is in labor, um, and it's Mm -hmm. it's a part of it where her heart literally almost, it's like it it stops. But that's mm-hmm. when the pain gets the greatest and you can hardly breathe. Mm-hmm. And they say that's when mm-hmm. you push, push. Mm-hmm. And that's when the breaking mm-hmm. and the child comes forth and the joy that comes when that baby mm-hmm. arrives. So it's like in yeah. life, we got to go through some hard labor. Sometimes it's yeah. going to be hard labor. And if we're yeah. willing and we endure, we're going to come out all right. And there's going to be that joy. Yeah that we experience, yes. that outcome will be a joyous one, and it'll be worth it all, worth the struggle, worth yes. the pain. So, yes. yeah, this is, now this is your season of rejoicing. You went through your time of mourning. You went through your struggle, and, and you successfully mm-hmm. went through it, and you helped others yes. out. That's another thing that is outstanding about your story. You didn't just mm-hmm. go through what you went through in the shell. You looked out and you said, I see other people out here. I'm yes. not in this Correct. by myself. How can I encourage mm-hmm. my brothers and my sisters to rise up yes. and come out of this situation? And you yes. was a part of a group that formed a board to help people yes. in these situations so they can have better living conditions and circumstances than what they're first exposed to coming into a shelter yes. experience. So mm-hmm. your, your, your testimony is one that mm-hmm. needs to be heralded. It's one that needs to be published. It's one that needs to be known. So never let anybody make you feel ashamed mm-hmm. to talk mm-hmm. about it. And get that book out. As soon as that book yes. can be released, it needs to come. Because people need... There's some things that you can disclose in the book you can't always say on the air. Because we even have okay. restrictions. The FCC, they'll shut it off. If it's certain, if we say yes. certain things and uh-huh. come out and just tell it like uh-huh. it is, <laughs> the way we know. Yes. Really yes. So even we have to have some restraints 
and constrain mm-hmm. ourselves when we talk about some things, but this is real. <laughs> we got to be willing to go through yeah. the hard, yeah. you know, get through that difficulty in life and know, yes, I'm going to come out of this. This is not permanent. Mm-hmm. This is just a temporary, mm-hmm. you know, it's a temporal or temporary, like that song, Good Times, temporary layoff. Yes. Yeah, this ain't permanent. It's a temporary. Yes. So I love mm-hmm. your story. I love even the the um the enthusiasm that you have mm-hmm. about telling your story to encourage others who might be in that same yes. circumstance to not quit and not give mm-hmm. up. And if you can like right mm-hmm. now, whatever's in your spirit and heart that you would like to tell that person out there because I know someone out there that they're going mm-hmm. through what you came out of what can you tell mm-hmm. them to give them hope to endure well I would say uh, you know look into your inner self and find God to take uh. you through you know uh, I knew there was a God and I knew God could help me and I had to have faith and rely on that. You know, uh, I think what happens is that we just don't, uh, we don't talk to God like we talk to each other. And I did. I'm saying, God, help me. I need you to help me. You know, I can't do this by myself, you know. And uh, and he heard me. Uh-huh. And he delivered me. He heard you. That's it. He heard me. Mm-hmm. And someone else heard you. I want to share this yes. with someone else. Yeah, yes. friends. Or the, yeah, yes. those um, messengers, those ministering spirits, the, the divine yes. creator sends into our pathway. They yes. also heard you. And he did. And they could not, yes. yeah, they couldn't ignore your cries. You know, even when you weren't opening yes. your mouth and saying it, they knew. Yes. My My friend, my friend out here, is in the struggle. Let mm-hmm. me do something within my power that mm-hmm. I am able to do to help mm-hmm. carry that load, mm-hmm. to help her carry this burden that she's having to carry. And and to those and people out there, we give a big do. shout out to you because a lot of times people don't always know what you're going through. We're not always as vocal sometimes when we're struggling mm-hmm. or going through circumstances because we think I don't want to be a burden on nobody. You know, I don't want nobody worrying mm-hmm. about me, you know? And a lot of yes, times it's not yes. even the case. People are in a situation to help, to assist, to aid us. But, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's foolish pride and we just don't, mm-hmm. you know, admit to it. But that's really what it is. But there's those mm-hmm. people that, well, they, you know, they're going to help us. they mm-hmm. out here. I, I want to say something else. Uh, when I went to the church here, last year mm-hmm. and a couple of those people had clothes and I'm telling you God sent his angels I had so much mm-hmm. clothes that I don't know what to do and I have been giving it out ever since I, I have not mm-hmm. lost anything at all and clothes and oh everything so I'm comfortable and I thank God for it you know mm-hmm. but yeah I restored everything yeah. I lost mm-hmm. mm. awesome yeah. Well, we want to say mm-hmm. to you, uh, Maylin Davis, first of all, we want to mm-hmm. thank you for giving us the time uh, on this thank evening. Thank you for, for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. 
thank do you. this. And mm -hmm. I thank you for accepting. I thank you for even allowing the callers the opportunity to uh, mm -hmm. ask questions and to give comments and remarks. And yes. um, if you can just thank share, you. yes, yeah, if you can share with the listeners how they can correspond with you off the air, uh, please do that now. Mm -hmm. You can share your social media contacts at this time. Mm -hmm. Well, you can email me, you know, um, um, lyndavis074 at gmail.com. You know, that's my uh, my email. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, Maylin Davis. I have a pink blouse on, white hair, and I'm on the microphone at the radio station. And there's mm -hmm. Maylin Davis on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And Maylin, can you, you can, share with everyone mm -hmm. about your radio show? Do you have a set hour? Um, yeah. I... Uh, I don't have I don't have a set hours yet. Uh, mm -hmm. I was on one radio and I'm going to another radio. Like I said, I was in radio. I was that multitask girl, and I was in right. radio uh, back in the '80s. And I'm going back also to it. I wrote songs, and I'm going back to all of that there too. I'm a songwriter, all too. And uh, uh, I did a lot of things, you know, when I was younger. So like I was a people person. And uh, I just ventured out there, you know, it's just mm -hmm. me. And uh, when you're a people person, you enter everything just about. Mm -hmm. And that I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And name some of the celebrities, because a lot of people don't realize some of them. Um, oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, share some I of, do. of I... the names of people that you helped or promoted and even maybe okay. did some work with. Well, uh, a very close friend of mine, and I talked to him the other day, uh, uh, Reverend Marvis Fraser. He's a minister, Joe Fraser's son, and he was one of them. He used to come and preach, you know, uh, a lot of the churches. I'm a gospel promoter, and a lot of churches, you know, would say, well, Linda, listen, we're having uh, a revival. We're having something special. Could you, you know, you have anybody in mind? And I would send him. He preached for me a couple times also, too. Uh, Garnet Mims. You may not know Garnet Mims, but he's like, he used to sing that song called Cry, Cry, Baby. Uh, he's one of them also, too. Uh, he preached for me a couple times, too. And uh, uh, Chris Jasper, a friend of mine, and Margie, his wife, uh, when I have singers, uh, I would send them over there or either they would give him a call, you know, uh, there. Karen Domino, Fat Domino's daughter, uh, the piano player, she's one of them. We went to see Lola Falana, uh, and she's evangelist, and she was ministering also, too. So it's quite a few of them, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, that uh, I was friends with. And many with. from Philadelphia, right? Many who were part yes. of Philadelphia. Yes, many mm -hmm. were from. Yes, a lot of them from Philadelphia. Uh, you know, and uh, even down to today, DeBarge, they're friends of mine, and we talk off and on. You know, and things mm. of that. And so all of that is on my on my book. I was in politics right. also too. So I, you know, I work with a lot of them also in the politics also too, you know. So it's on my it's on my page. But well, we are Facebook looking page. forward to your book because we know you can't put everything yeah. out on this tonight. I <laughs> sure can. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> oh no! 
We no, want to get that book. Everybody here be standing on their head. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we want to get that book. that book. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I, I, I mean, I'm going to tell everything, you know, uh, to help mm-hmm. somebody, you know, so when they right. read it, they can say, help. wow. You know, because mm-hmm. believe it or not, people see me on the street, and when I give my testimony, they look at me and say, you don't even look like you've been homeless. Right. Well, that's you've all been I've been there. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. been there. Yes. Mm-hmm. What a blessing. What a blessing. Well, yes. we, again, yes. we thank you for giving us the time tonight and, and space and sharing me. your testimony, your life story. And thank you. This won't be your last thank time, you. of course. We look forward to having you on to talk Thank about you. that book once mm-hmm. it is released. And yes, we're going to yes. help to promote it as well. And we'll get you coming mm-hmm. to libraries to do some book signings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, thank, thank you for you. Yes. thinking about us and not forgetting us because we have not forgotten you. And we look mm-hmm. forward to your book release as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. It was a joy. And um, yeah, thank you. Now, if you can stay on for a little bit, feel free yes. to do so. Yes. We're now shifting gears mm-hmm. to what we call the uh, free publishing tower. The voyeurist queen, of course, Salman, she's the co-host of the Exceptional Scribble mm-hmm. Show, and she's lead mm-hmm. facilitator of this hour. So she's going to take the reins of our mm-hmm. vessel <laughs> at this time. And I'm going to take the back <laughs> and, and, and wet my whistle and get something to drink. And uh, Warrior's Queen is going to uh, take, if anyone has any publishing uh, questions, if you have any questions about anything that she shares, because she's always providing us with some very good resourceful information about uh, publishing and how to have a successful marketing campaign when you have your book. Uh, published and released. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to ask those questions. Uh, no question is too hard. She does a lot of study and research, so she is well equipped to answer your questions. And she also provides mm-hmm. some very good suggested reading books as well. So I'm going to pass the mic to her now. It is her hour, mm-hmm. and she's going to lead us on. Warrior's Queen. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Sage the Page Poet, and Asa Anoyi Nigadam. Good evening, everyone, in my Cherokee language. Mm-hmm. I am Warrior and Queen Support Selman. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Yep. Co-hostess of the Exceptional Scribble Show, and I am going to start the free publishing information, mm-hmm. beginning with my writing advice and discoveries, which are the following 11 pieces. Number one, mm-hmm. characters help writers discover the characters. I will now take questions and comments So, for the first piece of uh, advice. Mm. And Boyeris, if you want to direct a question to anyone on the call, we have uh, Carvin, the inspirational poet. We have Skysky Rio, the elder. We have um, Maylin Davis, the promoter and writer. So if you want to direct any questions to anyone, because sometimes people need to be provoked. 
to give a response. So it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I, I am interested in writing a book, but I, I have some, uh, I, oh, I don't like to do it the way everybody else do it. I just want to make it different. And not only that, people tend to, and I know for myself, when they get a book, they have to go through the context and, you know, so-and-so. This is on page 36. My 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 book, I would like to have it as um, just get to the, you know, get, get just get to it. You don't, I'm not going to have a context, but whatever you see that will oh, touch table you. content. I see what you mean. No table content. Yes, I'm not going to have a table. No, because you, yeah, because, I mean, you know, when people are hurting, they they grabbing anything to relieve mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And I just would like to have a mm-hmm. topic. You know, let them go through it. Even if I say this, I go as far as this here. If your book and your hands are anointing, anybody can pick it up and be blessed from it. You know. That's right. And that's what I'm I, interested in. Yes. That's well what I'm said. interested in doing. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, All right. Uh, I'm listening, and I was just waiting until you finished until I, you know, before I talk. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to listen to what you mm-hmm. have to say. Yes. Go yeah. ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna answer your question. You said you wanted to write your book without the table of contents. That is your yes. choice because you're the author. Okay. You write your book the way you want it to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And I want to do a short and sweet kind. You know, short and sweet, because I'm looking out for people, mm-hmm. you know, like people hurting, and they don't want to go through a long, drawn-out thing. You know, they want to get to the point so that, you know, their pain can be relieved, and they can feel some ease, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and right. that's why, you know, I'm thinking about people, not so much of mm-hmm. I want to do it like everybody else does it. And, and, and you know what? Believe it or not, my resume were always odd and different. And people love it. And mm-hmm. they say, how did you get this, you know, done? But, yeah, but, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm interested in, in people, you know, and being a blessing to people, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, could again, I ask, as I said the first time, you know, my answer. Go ahead, Sky. Mm-hmm. No, um, so I thought the, I heard the, the past, uh, yeah, yeah, Yes, um, the, the past couple of shows we, we were talking about how strict the, these, the, the mm-hmm. writing mm-hmm parameters are and mm-hmm. stuff. when it comes to something freelance like this how how, how will this how will this um, interject into the, the, the system or, or the how did we call it the other day the um the the corporate the corporation how, how will this right. be able to, to demonstrate oh the corporation oh you're talking about the american corporation yes well you know mm-hmm. what what it is is that regarding you know how miss maylene wants to write her book and the publisher that you find, now you want a, this is what Ann Rice had told me, is that a copy editor, um, not a copy editor, but a proofreader rather, like the person that's going to just, you know, correct the grammar and sentence structure and not change your plots or titles. Because you, yeah. as the author, you had the final say. Now, they'll, yes, you have, as the author, has the final say. Now, they'll send you, you know, like, it's a back and forth process of editing mm-hmm. is like they'll make the corrections and they send it to you and you can, mm-hmm. you know, write, you know, what you want and fix it the way you want it to be. And they'll tell suggestions and you have the right to say no to the suggestions. Other than that, you are in control. Now, what I've read about with, 
you know, the difference between, like, two types of publishing. We have self-publishing and traditional publishing. Self-publishing, mm-hmm. the cost is mm-hmm. that the author pays for the cost of, you know, making the book. Traditional yes. publishers, they pay for it. But what I was told with traditional publishers, with the difference is that they own your book's, you know, control. In other words, they're in control of your book. I found that was false. Mm-hmm. Oh, so is, is that mm-hmm. the, the yeah, latter so, is the way into the mm-hmm. corporation? The, the, the latter the latter way is, is since they have a name already? Yeah, with the traditional so that, pub, Yeah, and see which, right, see with self-publishing, the author owns the book's rights, but they pay for, you know, the book getting made, produced. Mm-hmm. And with traditional publishing, they pay the publisher. I mean, the traditional publisher, they pay the authors. Mm-hmm. Traditional publishers oh. pay authors, you know, for their work. Yes, and everything, you know, that you get your advance check, you know, the royalty, you know, et cetera, the royalty percentage, et cetera, yes, and they promote your book, you know, globally. And with self-publishing mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. self-publishers make money off of the services that they charge authors, <laughs> that they charge authors. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask the queen um, what, what, um, what was her meta- methodology of of what of the two, which one is she is she opting for? Hmm. Well, in my view, yeah, in my viewpoint, I go with traditional publishing. I mean, with self publishing, mm-hmm. as I say, you by the time you get your book, you know, made, you spent over a thousand dollars or even more, you know, because mm-hmm. of the services they charge mm-hmm. with the copy editing, and then you have your you know copy editing me, and you know the editing back and forth. And then you have, you know, with the uh, with the the design, you know, et cetera. Uh, I just want to interject. I want to interject. Um, a way to cut the cost or to avoid having yes. to pay yeah. a uh, proofreader and then a copy editor even is to go to the following site. It's Grammarly, which is uh, www dot grammarly spelled g-r-a-m-m-a-r-l-y dot com and what happens is if you have your manuscript saved in word document format you can submit it mm-hmm. to grammarly.com you would first need to set up a free account you would submit it by email grammarly.com mm-hmm. will do the spell check the grammar check and help with formatting, mm-hmm. and they will show you what their idea is as for any edit mm-hmm. that you would mm-hmm. need to make for a professional-looking mm-hmm. manuscript copy, one that would be considered mm-hmm. as publishing approval material. So you want to mm-hmm. tr- definitely use this resource, Grammarly. Again, it's spelled G R A M. M-A-R-L-Y dot com, www.grammarly.com. They have an automated Mm -hmm. grammar checker, instant writing assistant, free browser extension, and there's just a couple of ways that you can communicate. You can establish an effective team of communicators that you correspond with, and you just talk about your book. Or your manuscript and what changes you are considering making. So it's like a resource mm-hmm. that's available. If you have the internet, you can access it. And again, it's a free writing assistant. Grammarly is even called that. Grammarly incorporates mm-hmm. 
Incorporated is a software company. It was um, first released in July year 2009, and it's a proofreading resource to check against more than 250 grammar rules. I recommend it. It is accessible. It is available to you at your fingertips and free. So uh, I'm sharing it now in the chat room. Grammar leak. The grammar Thank leak. Yeah. I'm going to message you. I'm going to message you, Skysky, the actual link. Check it out. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm going to message to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Thank you so much, man. Thank sure. you so much. Thank you. Yes. Good information. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sage the Page. The best, you know, oh, you're anything welcome. that's going to work for you, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and mm -hmm. anything that's going to work for you, use it. Mm -hmm. Yes, because if, if your book stands out, um, like a resume, I tell people don't do the traditional resume because they are going to go, mm -hmm. throw it away in the trash. But mm -hmm. if you make your stand out, they'll keep on, they'll hold that's on to true. it, you know? Yeah. And uh, wow. that's yeah, true. you know what I mean? I never do nothing tra traditional. Never, never do anything mm -hmm. traditional, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, I notice in some cases it's not good too, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I want to add this warriors, queens, the poor, I want to add, you know, regarding traditional, mm -hmm. that when you do things different, traditional, we feel threatened, you know, by it because it's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by it being misunderstood, and it's, yeah, and by it being misunderstood, and that's when it's, you know, the attention gets drawn to it. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. Isn't that so? How. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that so? That is so true. And this stuff's mm. so true, you know. Mm -hmm. You see, you've seen it on TV, and you see it in your music world. You see how your your entertainers and your 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 artists looks, and they draw the attention. Uh, oh, and they they, yeah, they draw that. attention. Mm -hmm. Put some pepper on it, hot pepper on it. The food that comes in normal food is well extra hot. That's right. And uh, this reminds me, too, of what I'm presenting tonight. You know, it's, it's always connected. Like, what I write about, you know, what I tell my writing advice in the articles, it's as if they're mm -hmm. saying before, you know, read us, tell about us. This is what's going to be on tonight's episode, the focus topic. All right, see, I am going to move on. Continuing on with the right advice and discoveries for those of you just tuning in. Mm -hmm. All right, this is the Exceptional mm -hmm. Scribble Show, publishing and free publishing information hour, the Warriors, Queens, of Forest Thalman, as the lead facilitator. Mm -hmm. All right, number two, chase your dreams. How are you doing? The message mm -hmm. was on a journal's front cover. Mm -hmm. Would you say, Skype? Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I was just, um, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no, I, I was just one. If you could have just repeated it one more time. Sure. Number two, chase your dreams. The mm-hmm. message is on the journal's front cover. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Chase your dreams. Wow. Good topic. That says it all. Yes. That says it all. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's mm-hmm. And that's catchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is sure catchy. Is. Sorry, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Second part and that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Catchy. Something's catchy. Catch the eyes. You know. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I like and that. thanks, yeah. Maylin. Um, I was thinking about you too because coming from having been in the fashion industry, having had that yes. privilege to experience mm-hmm. what it's like to be a fashion model, you know how mm-hmm. it matters. How it matters much that when you're trying to get mm-hmm. a message out there that you package it mm-hmm. in a way that, like you put it in the phrase catchy, you know, a way that's mm-hmm. going to be trendy mm-hmm. because if it's mm-hmm. not packaged, well, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how nice and, and, and how well designed that outfit might mm-hmm. be. Sometimes the packaging sells it. It's how it's presented. Mm-hmm. It's how it's packaged. So mm-hmm. we got to keep that in mind as writers. You know, it's not so yes. much what you say, it's how you say it. And if you can come up yes. with a catchy or a trendy tagline, you can help promote your yes. book in ways that money alone can't do for yes. you. So exactly. Yeah, gotta be, exactly. Yeah, you got to be witty and creative. Yes, that's that's so true. Yeah. Because you could, you could have somebody who's well-known who already author mm-hmm. and look at your book and say, wow. That kind of catch my eye a little, you know. Mm-hmm. And another thing, you know, you, yeah. And this warrior's queen decor. I just want to add about catching your eye, like tonight, you know, like reading your book. And when mm-hmm. you, and I said this one in the episode is that when other authors, you know, you know, on the um, in the front pages of books, you have the reviews, you know, review comments. And when mm-hmm. other authors comment about your book, you know what? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that 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 tends to make people really, really. Uh, when you got authors comment on your books, critics coming on your mm-hmm. comment on your book, mm-hmm. then that kind of stir you up. Wow, what was what mm-hmm. about it? You know, uh, I better buy mm-hmm. this book and see what's about it. You know, because mm-hmm. you notice when yeah. when critics talk about the movies, and the more mm-hmm. the, the the more critical they are, the, the more people come out. That's true. You know, yeah. Yeah. you know that's yes. that's that criticism works both ways. It's Warriors, Queens, Zephora, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. So that criticism yes. works both ways. Is that the band, I'm using an example, the band book list. Now, as you know, that the band book list is going to make people want to read it to find out why it's banned. Banned. <laughs> yeah. I'm a part of that movement, too. I read band <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a caller. I don't want to look anybody. So we have a caller. What's so bad about this book that is bad? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it can be uh, bad. You know? Yes, it is bad. Doing? But if, Hi, good uh, evening. Okay. Introduce yourself. We have a, a caller just came through in the caller queue area. Yes, code 540. Uh, um, 
I'm Miss Automatic Charismatic. Uh, oh, welcome, welcome. Okay. On Boss Dynasty mm-hmm. uh, Movement. Yeah. How y'all doing? Mm-hmm. We're doing fine. We're okay. honored that you would call in tonight, Automatic Charismatic, one of the best freestyle <laughs> poets alive. Love it. Welcome, mm. I want to... Um, my uh, condolences to a sister uh, that was shot on a uh, viral video. A uh, pregnant woman. My goodness. Um, to my to I saw family. that. Yes. By a white uh, officer. And I, my condolences. Uh, I think that uh, black people are beautiful, and some people just don't understand uh, that. Uh-huh. Go say it. Yeah. Black people are beautiful, yeah, yeah. and they just can't understand that. And they want mm. to kill, and just that, you know. And, and black women getting murdered. See, to me, it's like I say, black men gotta protect, nurture. They killing, mm-hmm. you know, just killing them. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They only get us up on the wrist. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. always gonna be for my black women, point blank. Yeah, and you know I mean, what? I my life. Charisma caller. Yeah. Is this Warriors Queen for? And I do. When I, I have a comment, no, not a comment, but a connection. Uh, you called in on the free publishing information hour, but I do have a connection to what you just said. Uh, it's going to be coming up later on. So if you could just hold on until I get through my uh, writing advice and discoveries list. And then mm-hmm. I can come up to what you had said in the connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I, 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 All right. I, 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 okay. I just want to say a salute to the uh, publisher. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. I wish, wish you uh, a whole lot of success. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to move on. Thank you. Number three. Send articles mm-hmm. to your emails in case their posts are removed. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Number four, number four. Put ideas where they have never been used before when being the same one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what do you mean? All right, sure. So, all right, for example, there was an idea. Mm-hmm. It was the two words that I had, you know, um, used, I had written down, and mm-hmm. I was trying to yeah. decide, all right, now, where can it be used? Where does it belong? And then that, um, what came to my mind is, all right, you know what? Uh, put it as something that's, you know, as, um, that's been unthoughtful of, and that's how I did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 You got a different way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five. Right. Series self evolve from the first book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you start with one book, and then all of a sudden it 
his book two, three, and on, you know, continuing. How on. about that? Where you got a library. A volume one, volume two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you just start off just with one book, and then all of a sudden, you know, the rest of the ideas. <laughs> yeah. You got a volume, a library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where did y'all come from? Where did y'all come from? I just made one. <laughs> <laughs> Can you speak directly into your mouthpiece? We're having a little difficulty hearing you on on the other end. Thank you. All right. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. All right. Right there. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll stay at this volume. (laughs) All right. Number seven, paraphrasing, Mm -hmm. which means writing in one's own words and connecting ideas or stories is a Challenges. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Any questions, anyone, or comments or remarks? Mm-hmm. It looks like area code five four zero. His hand is raised. That will be automatic, charismatic. Did you have another comment or mm. question? Mm. Okay, it looked like I saw the hand raised, mm. so I just wanted to follow up on that. Okay, Sure. Number eight stories mm-hmm. tell about themselves to writers. Mm hmm. Stories mm-hmm. talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I can. I can. I. Yeah. I can see that. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's Miss mm-hmm. Maylin Davis speaking, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Right. Looking like moving on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask Mr. Carvin, the poet. Uh, he'd like to comment on that. Mr. Carvin, the poet, do you would you like to comment on that statement? Mm. Okay, so we'll continue on. Anyone else want to comment on that? that story? Well, I can understand. Mm-hmm. Tells of the writer. Mm-hmm. You talking about? Yeah, the inner, the yeah. inner self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, how they feel inside. Yeah, see, the stories are basically talking to the writers. <laughs> yeah, because they're writing it mm-hmm. and they're writing how they feel. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about a song. Good songs come mm-hmm. out of hurt, pain, mm-hmm. you know. You know what I mean? And I mean, yeah. become hit. You know, so mm-hmm. I take it like writing like that, too, also, too. Mm-hmm. You begin to feel mm-hmm. their pain. You know, mm-hmm. and, and what they're going to, and that, mm-hmm. yeah, become a bestseller. Ooh, 
you know, I, uh, I've heard people say that you should. I read this and I felt their pain and their, you know, their uh-huh. hurt and really going through. Yeah, that's a good book. Uh-huh. A good book. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'll go along with that. Yeah. Sometimes you can pick up a book <laughs> and feel pain. Yeah. That what you said, mm-hmm. I, I've never heard that ever before. That um, y- your energy writing this, this book to themselves. Yeah, writing their story. Mm-hmm. So it's the story yeah. actually writing itself. It's not so much the writer mm-hmm. per se. It's the story mm-hmm. writing itself, mm-hmm. and the writer yeah. is almost like under the, the oh, oh. control of the story. Yeah, the instrument, yeah. Yeah, yes. if you've ever written, you know how you've written something before? I've had that experience, and, and you thought you were done, and then it's like all of a sudden mm-hmm. you start writing again. That wasn't you yes. just on impulse. That was that story inside of you telling there you, you go. I'm not yes. finished this mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. You know, so there yeah, I can go. definitely identify yes. with that. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Whether it's a song, poem, rap, it doesn't matter. A story is a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it writes itself. It does. It writes mm-hmm. I found it fascinating. Now, that's scary. And that's magic. That's magic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Say magic. <laughs> you can do um, magic. It's just supernatural. That's divine. That's all divine. That's divine. That is yeah. divine. It's, divine. Divine. it's beyond knowledge. It's beyond the yes. natural state of your mind. It's beyond that. It's supernatural. Yeah. And that's what makes people feel that energy, that spirit while they're here. Yeah. You know? Right. And that's a good book. You know? And they said, I'm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely and an I'm energy and it's a spirit. That's right. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. And they feeling this, you know, mm-hmm. and before long they mm-hmm. tell people about it and everybody else wanna what? Before long it'll get on the best seller list. You know, it's that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, feeling that mm-hmm. energy in it, you know, telling it yeah. like it is. That's Not, it. Go yeah. with the flow. I, I would mm-hmm. tell anybody, go with the flow. Your story knows Go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your story knows <laughs> yeah. we're done then we wake up and start writing some more. But your story... Yes, that mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, I know. You'll see it, especially, especially when you get ready to lay down and go to sleep. And then he'll like, yeah, That's it. like, you know what? I just laid down. Why are you, why are you doing this, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's the truth. You know, have you ever got the mm-hmm. four more cards and they got that little, they got the little song <laughs> in it or whatever it is? You know, you can... Oh, yeah, them. when you open them and they start singing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can make your book like right. that. Or put a put a little small C D in there, you know, in the back. Right, yeah. you know, giving you an mm-hmm. introduction of who you are, you know. A lot of ways mm-hmm. you can do Yeah. Well, you know, like this that. is that yeah, the the audible books they call them. Audio books. Yes. Audible books. Audio books. Audio books on just books, yeah. Amazon now. Make it stand out. Are, yeah, a lot of people are um going that route too, audible books. And Amazon is definitely yeah. selling mm-hmm. audible books yeah. and promoting Make it. Books. That's very big. Exactly. Make it stand out. Make mm-hmm. it stand out. Yeah. You know? 
So you're not just reading, mm -hmm. you're actually hearing the person narrating their story. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. All right. All right. This is Queen. Before I want to continue on, I just have three more to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's see. Writing advice. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Number nine. You're at number nine. Continuous writing surges energy currents. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, reread that, and I need you to talk directly into the mouth. So everybody here. All right, let me try again. I don't know what's going on. All right. Number nine, continuous writing surges energy current. Now you said continuous writing surges yeah. energy. And what was the last word? Current. Yeah, the last current. word was current. current. Mm hmm oh. Yeah, that oh. touches on mm -hmm. vibration, energy, spirit. Mm -hmm. Power source. Yes. And how about how about if you're really into it? You're you're writing, mm -hmm. and people can tell just how you feel. You know how. That's true. Can, I, I I find myself like that. You can start writing one way, and you'll be your inner self come out, and you write another way. That's interesting because when they look at yeah, you, they say, that, "Wow, mm -hmm. she write two she write two different ways." And then mm -hmm. they start to thinking, yeah. how did that happen? Right. What did, that make it interesting, too. Yeah. yeah. It's That's like when you fight in the first person. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Warriors, and mm -hmm. I'll come back. Yeah. And I was saying from my, you know, experience, a summary for a story, and then all of a sudden the subplot came up. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's that's a diff yeah two different um actual voices two different parts in the story that's interesting mm -hmm. very interesting yeah. and I was going to yeah, share and I'm you sorry, mm -hmm. well, yeah, so go ahead. I'm going to say the definition yeah for a, a subplot definition it means mm -hmm. in fiction a subplot is a secondary strand of the plot that is a supporting side story for any story or the main plot. Subplots mm -hmm. may connect to main plots in either time and place or in thematic significance. Subplots mm -hmm. often involve supporting characters, those besides the protagonist or antagonist. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> going back to the former I'll yeah. raise, man. Going, going back to the former remarks, you mm -hmm. purple end of this. Remember, Wait, who are you talking you to, Skysky? Remember how you said that one small uh, little thing goes into a big thing, like you, you write a bunch of volumes off of one little book? Well, oh, yeah, right, the series. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about series, number five. Yep. Series self-evolve from the first book. And that's what happens. Yeah. You, start, what you just theory? write one book, then all of a sudden, here comes the whole pile. It's like, you know, yo, where did y'all be <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, aren't those also I'm trying to think of another name. Uh vignettes, right? Or novel no, novellas. Well vignette, um uh those would be like compared to how you have a episode. You have a, a TV series that has a series of episodes or like our radio show. 
as a series of episodes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of different segments that come together to form the whole. And then you have, mm-hmm. they call them novellas. Let me get the, the yeah, mm-hmm. it's a short novel where it's a long yes. short story. Yeah, novella, mm-hmm. they call that, it a novella. It's a short novel or a long short story. Yeah, novella. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, in Puerto Rico, novella is um, soap opera, like every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, telenovela. Yeah, because it's that yeah. short novel or it's a long short story. I like that mm-hmm. novella. I think I would prefer writing a novella before writing a novel. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my purpose. Yeah. For real? Mm-hmm. Yep. You serious, Francis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. This is Warriors Queens of Court, and I just got two more pieces of advice to continue. Mm-hmm. Right, number 10. Mm-hmm. White forward. <laughs> Say that again. Sure. Right forward. Right, W. Right forward. Forward. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a forward march. Yes. Forward march. We're going to write forward. Forward. Yes. Forward. Yes. All right. And number 11, the final Mm -hmm. piece is mm-hmm. there are markets for every genre, which means story category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. There yeah. are, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a fight still there, right? There's still a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah fight. I understand the fight, but that fight, because you have a market for every genre. If you can put up stuff that seems, you know, like, I don't know, nonsense, then an unnonsense can sell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just, I'm like so curious. <laughs> I'm so curious. <laughs> I'm <so> curious. I tell you, we're definitely right. getting a lot of information distributed tonight, a lot of key information. I'm hoping that our listening audience, that people are taking notes, writing things down, or when I share the archive link after tonight, definitely you want to hear the show in, in its full recorded context, because there's so much very good resource information that has been distributed tonight. I kid you not. Yeah. You'd be shocked. Really good information. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now yeah. I have written. I, I, I've known a book that. Mm. Oh, excuse me. I've known a book when mm. I read it, it. It's just the leaves were smelling good. Uh huh. Oh, that's a different title. The leaves were smelling good. Yes, the pages. Well, she was saying the actual book, know. like it's yeah. it had a fragrance. The actual pages of the book. Fragrance, had. yes. Pages of the book. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can. Uh, yeah, you can uh, allure. Attract. 
your audience. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. To attract people to want to buy yes. your book. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. it's all about the image that you have on the front. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not exactly. even the image. I've seen, mm-hmm. pic- I've seen books that sold fast and they didn't have no pictures. But it was the message with the okay. title. Okay. Yes. It just grabs your, mm-hmm. you That's know, right. it just grabs you by the throat. Like the title. That's like, right. Oh, yes. I want like, to see what uh, this book's about. <laughs> yeah. no yes. No pictures. So, yeah. No, no pictures. And, and people be reading it too. I've seen yeah. that. I've seen them on Buffalo. So the title matters no too. Pictures. I just want people to know the power words. The power words. Sometimes it's the title mm-hmm. that just grab a person. That's right. Could I could yes. I ask a question? Could I could I ask a question? Sorry to interject. Well, you were. Well, yeah. Okay. Who, who's the question for us, guys? Well, I, I'm wondering if you have to put extra to have like a picture on a page, or if you have a like a drawing. You know, like, is it extra? Do you have to pay for publishing or? Well, you know, here's what, now, from what I read on literary agents is that for their submission um, request is that they say, you know, don't send original artwork, you know, send copies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you would, right. It would be a copy of something that you did. Mm -hmm. But you also want to sign it. This is what I would recommend anyone. Please sign your name. If you share any art, I do as an artist. If you share any art on social media, sign your name and date it. And here's why. As soon as it's on social media, Google, they're not going to tell you this. Google grabs that image. I saw so many things that I shared. I was like, what? I said, I'm so glad I signed my name. Because anybody can use it. Once Google grabs it and it's a part of their image folder, Anybody can take that yes. picture and use it for whatever. So sign your name so if mm-hmm. anybody takes it and uses it for whatever, mm-hmm. your name is on it. Mm-hmm. So who's going to get the credit? Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> your name yeah. is on it. <laughs> you know what? This, yeah, you know, this is uh, uh, Warriors, Queens, the poor. And I have seen, you know, I understand what you mean, Sage, is because there are pictures online that will say images may be subject to copyright. Yes, yeah. they do. Yes, I've read that. Yes. Some does, but you have Google snatches mm-hmm. your images right away. That's why I tell people, sign your name on any art that you share mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. Sign your name, please. Yeah. yeah. How do you mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just sign your name on your work mm-hmm. before you before you share mm-hmm. it. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you share it online, make sure your name is on it. Mm-hmm. You just to write your name, literally write your name, like sign your name on your art. Mm-hmm. You do an art illustration or for whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter you know, what it is. Sign your name mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Yeah, you know what, Taylor's trying to sign your name across my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would recommend anybody do that because Google is doing it. They image. Once they snatch your image, it's on their folder under Google Images. Mm-hmm. And you didn't get them permission, but they figure if you're sharing it online, you're sharing it. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the best true. thing you can All do right. so that yeah. you get mm-hmm. it, sign your name on your art. Mm-hmm. 
any art that you share on mm-hmm. social media. Sign your name. Instagram, mm-hmm. it don't matter. Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat. If it's your work, mm-hmm. something that you drew, mm-hmm. you sketched, mm-hmm. you illustrated, sign your name on it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good to that's know. That's what makes it official. Yeah. That yeah. registers, trademarks yeah. that as your work. And if anybody tries to do anything with mm-hmm. it, you have to get your cut. They got to pay you royalty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that, that's interesting to know. You can go to court because mm-hmm. you signed your name. Once mm-hmm. you sign your name on any document, that legalizes it. It legalizes mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's now become mm-hmm. authorized as your official work. That signature mm-hmm. is like a trademark. Especially if you mm-hmm. date it too. That's something mm-hmm. you yeah. can actually fight in court. Mm. Wow. And that's so true. And you have witnesses. Because, you got to remember, once it yeah. goes on social media, you got an audience now. That's it. You got witnesses. Yes. So yes. anybody that saw and, it, they uh-huh. can stand up and they say, you know what? I saw it. It went up at such and such a time, such and such a day. Her name yeah. was on it. The date was on it. Mm-hmm. She put that up there. And, you got witnesses. Yes. And this social media and, is and live. This and this art, and they say this art sells for twelve thousand dollars. You out of twelve thousand dollars? Because art is art. You know what? The art mm-hmm. they have today, it look, it looks like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it look like somebody art, just... spit up on the canvas. I'm serious. Yeah, like somebody yeah. ate a of food and just spit up. <laughs> and you'd be surprised at the work the of that art. 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 And you'd be like, what? Like nothing the day itself. Somebody just yeah. Like somebody yeah. bombed yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's going for millions. Exactly. You know, and if you're not on it, oh, you're out of luck, honey. Oh, thank you, Tommy. Say that like that. Like, put your, your name on it. Put your name on it. Yes. I certainly will, because I. I don't know how to draw, and I might draw something that I, don't, I think ain't worth nothing. And my name, and they go on up, and I say, oh, my goodness, honey. What? I don't have a leg to stand on. But I was, and listen, stick art, putting, people don't mm. realize that stick art is in style again. I've been seeing some stick what kind art. What animation. Stick art, where oh, it yeah. looks like stick people. That's in style again. They got <laughs> oh, is that in style now? Oh. Yes, big part. They don't move it or you be surprised. The stuff you think don't really sell. Yeah. There's an audience. There is always an audience. Excuse me. When it comes to art, there's always an audience. The more, the more it looks like something.
That's right. Yes. Well, that's right. And people are buying it. Yes. And me, my stick art. I use popsicles, and that's going for what? Uh, a million. Popsicles. Sticks. And the head looks like it got electricity in it, you know, and all that stuff. Oh, boy. Right. Oh, yeah. That, they have a name for that. They have a name for that. No, don't tell me that's art, too. Listen, okay, there's an audience. Honey, them popsicles I'm going to get, I'm going to start saving them now. And put there's an audience. Paper, I think that's big time money. Oh, yes, I'll be doing that, honey. There's an audience yeah, out there yes, for every book. kind of art. You'd be surprised. Scribble, scribble art. Yeah. That is a form of scribble. art. Oh, no. Art. Let me get I the mean, best beautiful. Beautiful. No, but it was beautiful. And it was just a scribble oh. technique they used. And created some art, really? you know, art images. So listen, don't Cri never look down yes. for anybody's, you know, everybody has their own uh -huh. signature art style, but there is an audience yeah. for every style of art out there. Really Isn't cool. that something? Isn't scribble art oh, oh. people? Stick people. Ooh. I know the last time I went oh, to, I'm trying to think right, of well, the art right. gallery. The last time I went to an art gallery and I looked around and people, yes. I mean, they were so engulfed by all of this art. Yes. And to me, it was just like, it just looked like globs of of, of colors. It really didn't have much, you know, context or whatever. But I mean, people were sitting there, they was having conversations. They was writing about what they was looking at. They were really engulfed really? and it's all by it. And to me, it was just like, Okay, what am I looking at? But I mean, they were like really, really um, into that art. So there's an audience for any art style out there. Yeah, just like yeah, this Warriors Queen support, just like my last piece of writing advice, there are mm -hmm. markets for every genre in the story category. That's it. Really? For writing, yes. Yeah. I would like to move on. Our hearts did, you know, got good exercise from the laughter about the stick heart <laughs> and the popsicles. And the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just hold that stick. in mind, honey. I'm coming out with a stick art. My name going to be on the stick. <laughs> That's right. I was, I was in the diary of a wimpy kid. Put your name on it. And I mentioned the diary of a wimpy kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about yes. that, Dad? They did. They had a movie out like that, uh, wimpy kid. I mm -hmm. remember when they, yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you noticed or not. <laughs> they have these new little toys. And for me working in the school, I see the children with them. They're like cats, they're dogs, they're all kinds of different pets, but they have these really big, wide saucer eyes. And that's the outstanding feature. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. And, yeah, and they have a really? name for them. But they're they're, like, yeah, they're, I think they're like kids. Brent, you know, like yes, parents are fortune buying these weird looking pets. <laughs> really? I mean, eyes are like saucers popping out of their heads. And kids love these. Really? Maybe show them. face like, stuff, hey, huh? Look, how you like my new little um something something pet? And I'm I'm trying to find a word to say to not make them feel bad. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So hey. One oh, person boy, I'm learning something tonight, honey. All right. Yeah, oh, they got goodness. these new 
<laughs> and the children love they love them. Really? Really? Oh. You know what? I just want to. I want to add this: is that um, yes. in regard to children, I think it dealt with a little chicken, a chick, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. but it was by a forty-six-year-old Philadelphia author. And guess mm-hmm. who read? You know her book. Ooh. The talented old Idris Elba. Ah, uh, <gasps> look at that! This, oh, yes. I got the name of the pet. They're called the Beanie Boos. The big eye beanie. Big eye beanie boos. Big eye beanie boos. And these are the toys, and I mean the children are going crazy. Their parents really? spending a fortune buying these things with these big eyes coming out of their head. Little Ooh. cats. Little What's it called again? Called the uh beanie boos. B-E-A-N-I-E-B-O-O-S. The beanie boos. Big eyed stuffed animals. The Beanie Boos Big Eyed Stuffed mm. Animals. Wow. But this is what's this is what's trending right now. Our children are crazy about these things. What? Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, whoever came up with the concept, they're making a fortune. And they're just little pets, but they got these big eyes. See that? Oh my goodness. Well, we might as well get on the ball and make some big, big eyes, big feet, or beanie boots, or something. You know. Ooh. Oh, goodness. All right. All right. This board is called the Four Americans. The Three Pumpkins. Yeah. All right. I have a new segment called Affirmation. Pardon me. Sorry. Yep. Well, we got our heart last heart medicine today, which was leather. Tonight, leather. All That's right, so right. Back to the free publishing information hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's called uh, the new section. It's called affirmation, and I have two. <clears throat> Number one, I can, mm-hmm. I will, I must. By Doctor Lucille mm. Ijoy. Now, what mm. her quote meant was that she was talking about voting, but I like you know with. The slogan, I can, I will, I must. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can use that for your goals. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. If I saw that in the bookstore, I would pick it up and then find out what she must mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Good title. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two. Mm-hmm. The less you know, the more you pay. The more you know, the less you pay. And so I translated that as you can or can't be taken advantage of. And mm-hmm. this is by Dr. Aaron Smith, the rapper professor and ex waking up with WR working up with work on WRD nine hundred AM and ninety six point one FM, seven AM yes. and ten AM. Mm-hmm. 
W U R D, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So he has said, you know, I just said my translation, but he said the first sentence is the, the less you know, the more you pay. The more you know, the less you pay. I like that the more you know, the less you pay. So we need to get into mm-hmm. knowing things more. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll save mm-hmm. a lot of dollars in in doing that. Get ourselves mm-hmm. well versed and mm-hmm. and just knowing everything we can become aware of about whatever topics mm-hmm. and subject mm-hmm. matters we're interested in, and also any career path that we have mm-hmm. and interest in. Mm-hmm. And business, mm-hmm. I think you can never know enough. I think we should always be hungry. And always try yes. to make ourselves available to attend any type of workshop mm-hmm. and things like that about mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and seminars and think, as well. <clears throat> yeah, seminars, yes. workshops, uh, mm-hmm. conferences, mm-hmm. anything that we can attend to learn more about being successful in business or financial literacy. I think we should always keep ourselves well versed mm-hmm. in those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. This is Lawyer's Queen support. Moving on with the publishing information hour. All right. Now I'm going to the publishing information section. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's one quote. Some people will never like you because your spirit irritates their demons. Denzel Washington. Ah. Yes. I've heard that before. Wow, Denzel said that. All right. Oscar Mm. winner Denzel, Academy Award Denzel. Yes, Denzel. Mm. Yes. Mm. 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 Have you seen his son, 34-year-old John David Washington? He looks like his mom, but he sounds like his dad. Yes, that's right. I've seen him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you trying mm-hmm. to start some trouble on this uh, uh, air tonight, Gorgeous Queen? <laughs> what did you say? Did you trying mm-hmm. to stir up some trouble in the air tonight? Talking about the Washington Uh-oh. family. What kind of trouble? <laughs> Talking about what the Washington family. What kind of trouble am I stirring? Huh? Go ahead. Don't Hello? ask. Don't tell. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, we have a poet oh. on the line, so we're gonna let Warriors Queen wrap it up and we wanna get some poetry. Yeah. Uh heard before we yeah, go. That's all, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm um, getting a little through because uh, we're automatic, charismatic. Yeah, I wanted to get to what he was talking in connection about what, the killing that happens tonight. Yeah, go right, right to that. Yeah. All right. Go right to that. All right. You know what? I'll skip the rest of the um, the publishing information. There's mm-hmm. two articles I'm going to read and then suggest a reading. I'll skip that and I'll just go on to, you know, the final last section. Good, and we'll and we'll pick up 
Yeah. Yeah, whatever you skip, mm-hmm. we'll cover that next week. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. All right. We'll have more time. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So the final section is anti Trump art warriors resistance medicine. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. gonna uh skip down. All right, first we'll start with the literature. I'm gonna skip one piece which is long and we'll go to the short piece. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote. Healing doesn't mean the damage never existed. It means the damage no longer controls our lives. Native American quote. And controls is the message word. Mm-hmm. All right. And the second quote. Some people, pardon me, someday the earth will weep. She will beg for her life. She will cry with tears of blood. You will make a choice. If you will help her or let her die, and when she dies, you too will die. John um, Howell Horn, Aglala Lakota, Native American. Yeah, that's truth. Very profound. And section. What did you say, Tracy? Extremely profound. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. And section B, the final section, is go through what mm-hmm. automatic charismatic for the same kind of music. And one song, Brother by Angie Stone. Message the song itself. Mm-hmm. Angie Stone, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stone. Mm-hmm. Now she's the one that had the uh, the song that came Singer. out. Black brother, I love you. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you hear automatic charismatic? I guess he might have had to uh, leave the call because I know. He mm-hmm. has a radio show that comes on as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just hearing someone just called in. I want to welcome area code 213. Welcome. How you doing? This is Kevin, Kevin Smith. Yes, welcome. You're calling from the West Coast, right, Kevin? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for calling tonight. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having the platform. Uh, we're about to start taking poets at this time. We want to get our mm-hmm. poets heard tonight. Um, okay. we, have, no we have Carvin the Poet. I'm going to check in and make sure if he's still with us, if he has a poem. At this time, we'd like to hear it. Poet Carvin, do you have a poem that you'd like to share? Okay, we're going to go to Sage, the page poet. That's my signature. I'm going to read a poem. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we'll hear from okay. any other poets tonight because we got to get our spoken word artists heard. That's another yeah. purpose for why this platform is, exists. 
And this piece is entitled mm -hmm. Damaged Goods. So I need everyone, I'm gonna mute your mm -hmm. mic out temporarily, hold fast, don't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. Don't you leave. Just want to get the mic muted so I don't get any back feed, background noise. This piece is entitled Damage Goods. You will hear some drumming in the background when I do my spoken word art. That's another way I connect with my ancestors. We are all damaged goods. We all have scars, emotional scars, psychological scars, and physical scars. We all have been traumatized. Some of us from our youth and others as adults. We are all damaged goods. So stop pointing the finger at your brother. Stop hating yourself. Stop cursing your mother. Your father did what he knew. And so he is a victim too. Damaged goods. It is a fact. We are all hurting. We are all bruised and abused. Emotionally, verbally, and or physically too. Damaged goods. We have all been lied to. None of us grew up in a perfect world. Hate visited each of us and even has branded the souls of some of us. We are all damaged goods. None of us are better than the next person. Some are religious and some are atheists, but we all can agree that we were made better by the fact that someone loved us and someone did forgive us. I hurt, you hurt, so we hurt. 
We all need a physician. We all need retribution. Some of us were disenfranchised while others were the abuser. But we all were the loser at one time or another. We hate for what? We are not better than the next simply because we want to bet or better yet, because we stole what belonged to someone else and staked our claim on it. We need retribution. The devil literally stole the planet from us and we allowed this to be. It's time for us to take it back. And demand he give us interest. We were destined to cultivate the earth as wise stewards. But look at what we've done to our mothers. We are all damaged goods. The white man, the black man, the red man, and the yellow man. We are all damaged goods. The poor man, the rich man, the genius, and the mentally challenged. We are all damaged goods. The cops and the robbers, the lawmakers and the lawbreakers. Although some of us reside in Beverly Hills, while others live in the hood, we are all damaged. Good. Damaged goods. And that's an original piece by Sage, the page poet. That's my signature. Mm -hmm. I like that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Naya Bingy. Trump songs, um, Francine. Yes, yes. Naya Bingy means life to the righteous, death to the wicked. Mm. Thank you. I, I, I received that and I thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. I love it. I love the point. Mhm. I do too. Yeah, my way, my way of of telling truth. You know, I want to honor those that paved the way ahead of me. So when yes. I get on from, I'm making a connection. That's a universal mm-hmm. um language, and the drum being yes. the oldest instrument on this planet. Mm-hmm. That's the way our ancestors communicated. The drums. Yes, spoke. they the did. Drum communicated and told what happened in every village. So if somebody mm-hmm. was born and somebody died, okay, if there was a change, if there was a transition, 
there was the drum that spoke. Mm-hmm. So in 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 whenever I do spoken word art now, I have a drum. I have my talking drum. And it was one that was carved from in Ghana. And that's my way of staying connected with my four people. Even for the Americans, those that are indigenous, you know, because we also have our indigenous ancestors of this land that we live on today and Mm -hmm. and much of this land now is being reclaimed by the indigenous descendants Mm -hmm. they're taking it back the land that was stolen from their forefathers so i'm Mm -hmm. a part of that movement i'm also a part of that movement Mm -hmm. too so Mm -hmm. i'm connecting with my heritage whenever i do my poetry Mm -hmm. whenever Mm -hmm. i do any spoken word i connect with my heritage, my ancestors. And I want people to know they live through mm-hmm. us. They speak through us. Mm-hmm. Our works to testify of them. We should never be disconnected. That's like cutting a root mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. of a plant when you disconnect from your ancestry or your heritage. Mm-hmm. You die. So I'm not Americanized, nor do I condone Americanizing anybody. Mm-hmm. I think it all have our identity that's what we were born with and we should not lose mm-hmm. that. We mm-hmm. should not lose that. Never let anyone take it away from you. Mm-hmm. Never let anyone take it away from you. So that's where I'm at with that. So whenever you hear me, mm-hmm. when I do a spoken word, presentation and mm-hmm. art um, and a lot of my mm-hmm. art too. I like to depict images that show my heritage, whether it's the clothes, the patterns in the clothing, mm-hmm. the hair, um, the features. I try to, you know, keep it displaying my heritage. And it doesn't matter, like mm-hmm. a lot of people say, well, what if you have mixed ancestry? You still should should not hide any of who you are, it should come mm-hmm. through in everything. You know, your hair, your the way look, mm-hmm. the the seasonings. Okay. You, you know, everything should tell who you are. If no mm-hmm. one can tell who you are from whom you come, there's a problem. You have taken on an identity that's not real. It's not who you really mm-hmm. are. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, how do we show our ancestors? How do we pay tribute to them? How do we show them that we honor and love and respect them and approve them for the things that they did to pave the way for us? Mm -hmm. You know, we honor Mm -hmm. them through what we do, what we do, do our our work. Just like, Mm -hmm. you know, we worship our creator through our work. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. So I have another piece, and and I'm going to share that tonight. But I just wanted to share damaged goods because the message. Yes, I like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that message is so true, and you know, as far as mm-hmm. to realize, 
You know, we're all damaged good. No one's exempt. No one is exempt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we do about it? We get better. You know, yes. we don't keep uh we don't keep doing the same things that are a mistake. You know, what mm-hmm. we should be doing is evolving. So if mm-hmm. we make mistakes, we don't continue to make the same mistakes. And we grow yes, we from those mistakes. Yes. Yeah. We grow from them. Mm-hmm. Yes, we learn from them. So I have a poem, and this one is entitled Black Beauty. And I'm just going to mute mm. the mic for a moment, and then we'll hear some more from each one, and then we'll wrap up tonight's show. This piece is entitled Black Beauty. flood the earth, blood spilled after birth, hearts rent and prayers spent. When will your deliverance fully come? The moon is turning to blood because your ascension has yet to manifest. is gone and yet people still deny you are the fairest child born for storm yet reborn to be the leading nation the promised child handed over to the scornful in hopes they will gain perspective and see their need for change. Black beauty, you were born for purpose and to declare what is great. No other generation of people has been marked for triumphs such as these. Genocide can never exterminate thee, and trials and tribulations can't hinder thee. Black beauty, your ruby lips have kissed the foreheads of many kings and queens, and your graceful wings have communed with many hummingbirds to reverse the discourse between nature and man until humanity conforms and abandons its tyranny against the antiquity it has been blessed to know. Black beauty, you are the pearl of great price. Black beauty, you are the rarest diamond 
and the finest, most brilliant shade of love's pure light. Black Beauty, you are the glorious heritage, the true genesis of humanity and without which no nation or ethnic tribe would exist. Black Beauty, I insist to declare that for any nation to exist on earth without you would mean the annihilation of earth. Black beauty. When mankind denounces your superb qualities in the hierarchy of which you are the prime authority, it is a breach in the spirit felt in heaven and visibly seen on earth. When black beauty is denied, his or her crown, the multiplicity of the humanities is denied. Common sense is removed. Injustices are not reproved. And intelligence hence becomes taboo. The evidence of mankind is then become non-existing. And the election of death becomes the only truth left standing. Black beauty, you are the reason the angels keep singing, the reason for the dew to fall from heaven and the reason for the kingdom of heaven to come to man. Black beauty. When the sea roars, there is a tsunami and it breaks forth because the innocent are killed daily. You are literally hunted like a runaway slave. The haters are in pursuit of your blood to feed off of black beauty. Remember your destiny. Deny the hell that is summoned to consume thee. Remember your antiquity. Your royalty is a legacy, but your loyalty is the tribute to pain and glory. Black beauty. Assume your royal position in the circle of light. Now, it is your time to shine. It is your time to lead. It is your time to run. And it is your time to breathe. Bleeding for the receding shores of sand made thinner by the day because of the ignorance of the hateful, weak man. Black beauty.
your mother is calling you home. Your father is declaring you're independent. Claim your birthright. And deny the lesser identity. It's a lie and not your real name. Black beauty. Man and woman, without your presence, the universe would be in disarray. Black beauty. Having no sense of single patience, the universe will be in disarray of clarity of destination. Black beauty. You are not a cult following, but rather a diaspora. Black beauty. May your readmission to humanity be a safe return. May the prospect of living in harmony with nature reverse the curse and rehearse within us a new beginning. And that's that piece, Black Beauty, by Sage, the page poet. I like that. I like that. Thank you. I like it. I like it a lot. Black Beauty. I like that. Black Beauty. Do you have any specific line in that piece that really spoke to you, that really um. met you? Mm-hmm. Just the just just the thought of black beauty. Mm-hmm. You know that that kind of yeah, just on that part. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. didn't want to sing it actually, but I felt certain parts of it. It should come out like a song. When that beauty, yeah, beauty. I like that. Like it was like a yes, like a lullaby, almost like a mother singing to her children. That's right. Yeah, I like that one. So mm. they can know I'm beautiful. I'm worth. Mm. Wow, mm. you know I have value. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, like I like that. I remember attending an event and they were talking about how our um, ancestors here were enslaved, and they said. The question put out was, who is a descendant of slaves? And I noticed nobody really raised their hand. Then they said, mm-hmm. you're not descendants of slaves. You are descendants of a people who were enslaved. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Language matters. And I said, wow. Yes, it does. The way they were teaching in schools, especially in our public schools in America, was that, you know, black people descended from slaves. That's not true. Yeah. A lot of mm-hmm. people from African continent from the African continent were brought here in chains. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Uh-huh, but there were yes. those that were even from this land that were enslaved. They were not slaves. They were the That's original right. people that lived here and were the first to establish government here. And there's actual uh-huh. documents to confirm it. The very first presidents to preside in this land we call America today, they were Moors. They were people of color. That was before George uh-huh. Washington. That was before the colonization. Uh-huh of the British happening mm-hmm. here. So we really do need to know what is my true heritage? Who did I come from? Who did I descend from? Who were these people? They weren't slaves. Mm-hmm. They were treated um, by That's those right. who came over and stole from them, pillaged their land, yeah. stole, pilfered, mm-hmm. and raped their women and and mm-hmm. and took advantage of them. They were enslaved. But they were mm-hmm. not slaves. They mm-hmm. had a history, they had a heritage. They once were the original people, first people of this land, and still are. And many of them now are reclaiming what's rightfully theirs. Mm-hmm. They're reclaiming their heritage. So, you know, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that because, you know, with all these different holidays, pretty soon, uh, Memorial Day, um, you know, we know that the end of the month in May. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know, what what are we really celebrating? Mm-hmm. And, and like 4th of July comes and we get all excited about the fireworks and everything. But what, whose war was it anyway? Mm-hmm. And who mm-hmm. were the people that was declaring war on whom? You know, it's like, we need to really do some reading and studying and and get to know the facts. So some of these things that we call holidays or we call celebrations and um, we we tend to have ceremonial uh, rites of celebrating, we need to really know what is it that I'm celebrating and does it really pertain to my heritage of people? Are my people being acknowledged by this celebration Mm -hmm. or celebration that had to do with the enslavement? of my people you know Mm. we need to find out the facts Mm -hmm. and know what it is that we are participating in because i'm sure Mm -hmm. if a lot of us knew we wouldn't celebrate some of these so-called celebrations and and you know we claim as a national day of observation um we wouldn't Mm -hmm. knew the truth we knew the facts so it's time it's time for us you know to educate ourselves once we educate ourselves, mm-hmm. then we can educate the children, and then our children yes. will be wise. They won't be fooled. Mm-hmm. They won't be when the lies are being told to them. They'll know, oh, that's not mm-hmm. true. That's a lie. You know, um, Christopher Columbus, no, he didn't discover this land because there were people already here. Mm-hmm. So yes. we do need to, yeah, it's time. This is the era we're in. This is the day we're in where people aren't ignorant anymore. They're awakening right. to the truth and they don't want to be lied to. Even the children, they're like, they tell me the truth. Don't spare mm-hmm. no details. I want to hear it just the way it happens. You know, they even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's time for it all and, and write books. We need to get our stories told. And I remember it was yes, said we some do. time ago. If, if the one who is 
the perpetrator or the oppressor is writing the mm -hmm. books, mm -hmm. then the is not what we're reading. And we mm. got to keep that in mind. Who's writing the books? If your enemy mm. is writing your story, then how much yeah. are people going to hear not too about much. your story? No, your enemy is not going to tell the truth. No, it's not. Uh -uh. They're going to tell the lies, the bold lies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. that. So that's why of it is, it's important. It's made Lynn, that you write your story and don't let the enemy write it for you. There's so many people no, now who are sad, but it's true. So many people that mm -hmm. now just they have physically uh, died, and their stories are being written by people that don't even have their best interests at heart. Their stories mm -hmm. are being written by people that don't love their family, and some of them, their mm -hmm. family, have the court. Because these people didn't even know that person that they wrote a story about. And the only reason why they wrote a story mm. about them was to make money off of. Yes, their, that's true. Right. Their version of who that person was or what that person's uh, legacy is. So we do. We need to write mm. our own stories. And yes, um, we do. As a member, if you have a celebrity sibling and yes. you know someone that's mm -hmm. here, write story that's not true about them, yes, go to court. Fight that. Mm -hmm. Don't have mm -hmm. your, your family member's legacy tarnished and dragged through the mud. Because mm -hmm. you have thousands of lies viable faith. Mm -hmm. And they will write a book of lies about someone because mm -hmm. that person was clever and hurt that person's family and don't even care nothing about yes. it. Won't That's even, right. even yes, offer them right. any kind of compensation from any pain or anguish they might experience because of what they put in the book. So we do. We mm -hmm. have to write our own stories, even if it's yes, about our the celebrity or ourselves. Don't let your enemies write your stories for you because they are mm -hmm. going to face lies. They don't have your best interest mm. at heart. So and true, I that's say the whether people want to accept it or reject it. Hallelujah, anyhow. Mm -hmm. I stand. That's that's one thing I will not retract or take back. When I make a stand mm -hmm. on something, I know it's the truth. I stand firm. Mm -hmm. We must. We must. We must write. Our own story. So, I'm telling you, we're looking forward to back on this panel. I know you'll be back on to let us all know about how we can buy that book. But it's going to happen. And we're glad that we have some role in playing a part in getting your story heard by many others. Especially you, yes. Yes, we're going to share tonight's interview. When the um, mm -hmm. archive link is available, it will be shared on social media. So anyone that missed out, that couldn't call in or couldn't be a part of the show when we were live, they'll be able to hear it and hear a live recording of the live That's streaming. That's good. Okay, mm -hmm. and I'll make sure and share it with you sure. where you can share it with you ever as well, okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So anything you want to say in closing? Because we want to wrap it up. 
No, not all. No, just um, <laughs> nothing. I said, you know, um, when I told everybody, you have to believe in yourself, then God, and believe in God that God believes in you. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Don't you forget, it takes, yes, it is. It's about faith. You have to believe. And when you have faith, you can do great things. So we thank you for tuning in tonight, episode 260. Don't forget, tune in next Tuesday. We will have the writing Mm -hmm. king in the spotlight Mm. from 8 o'clock to 9 p.m. Richard G. Lowe Mm. Jr. is the writing king. Any questions you have about how to monetize your writing and how Mm. to... Make a living as a self-published author. That information will be provided to you then and there. That's on next Tuesday, which is Mm -hmm. May the 21st. Next Tuesday, May the 21st. And don't forget, 8 o'clock p.m., call in. Join us in the chat room. Go to www.talkshoot.com. Our show's ID number is 133193. One three three one nine three, and don't you mm-hmm. forget you can call in if you don't want to join the chat room. Call in that number is eight six seven two nine two three zero six six. I repeat eight six seven two nine two three zero six six. And please listen to the mm-hmm. voice telemeter prompt when you are asked for the show's ID number. You would simply type on your phone's keypad. One three three one nine three, and then press the pound key. Thank you for joining mm-hmm. us tonight, and a peaceful evening to all. Yeah, and good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.